Today's episode of the Game Over Greggy Show is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Make the smarter choice and shave with these guys, not your shoe. They let me write this ad once again. Uh, get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. Doctors call it a life hack and a no-brainer because you get to sit there watching Kinda Funny and some poor schmuck has to bring all your face stuff to your house. World-renowned playboy Tim Geddes uses the DSC Executive Razor with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter and the love of his life, Gia, can't stop saying, dang, Tim, that DSC Executive Razor and Dr. Carver's shave butter sure take better care of your face than a shoe. For a limited time, new members get their first month of the executive razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver's shave butter for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. Dang! That's a $15 value for only five bucks. In your first month in your first month box, you Get an awesome weighty handle, a full set of cartridges, and a tube of that shave butter I have to keep talking about. <laughs> you can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash greggy. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash greggy. Make the smarter choice for Gia! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Just two ships top of the morning to you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Man. It's Nailed all it. the same boat of plane of We're existence. Even leveling soccer field. I'm very happy you're in this shirt. Yeah, thanks. You haven't broken this shirt out in a long time. If, you're a, list, if you're a listener in the audio version, it is that off green shirt he wears sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's the it's, collar it's, shirt. I want to say this was in the Super Bowl commercial. Yes, it was. Okay. With uh, with, with Veronica. Veronica. Yeah. 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 It's great. Why is it? What's the occasion to break just it out tonight? Wanted to wear a button down. I feel like I've worn nothing but but our shirts for the last eighty four months up. straight. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna wear a button down today. And the other one, the, my other one is dirty. So okay, <laughs> it's this one. And the canary one's gone, right? Uh, canary one, well, yeah. What? And unfortunately, what went the way of the dodo. D said enough of she that. Yeah. Yeah. She was then. She saw in one social media post. She's like, "You're never wearing that shirt again," and just jacked it. Does she just get rid of it? Like, how does that work? We don't does she know. Tell she, you? She oh, makes, no, she makes Nick get rid of it. Like, she, she makes does him one eat of it. She wants. Yeah, she wants him to know how he fucked up. Basically, like, never again. rubs his yeah, face in it. it. Yeah, it's very draconian. It's basically pick two shirts. Like she'll pick two shirts. She's like, you have to throw one of these out. <laughs> and I don't have a choice. I can't leave the room. And I mean, some would call that kidnapping, but not when you're married. It's just called married life. That's where it's at. Yeah, she. I don't know. Actually. I think this one just disappeared. This one went the other way where she's just like, he'll never know. Took it and jacked it. Because I had all of them that was, I had a blue one that was exactly the same. Uh-huh. That was ug- an ugly ass blue color and she just took them both and they were gone. They were gone. That's it. Over wow. there. The pure one, Tim Gettys. Shirt Mafia. Love Tim the shirt mafia. You have a nice no, shirt too. I do. Now this is the Marty Sleeva collection. This is the Marty Sleeva collection. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing this because Nick's being all humble and shit, but tonight we're going to go see him do stand up. At a laundry mat. Yes. That's <laughs> we why are. I'm wearing my best Weezer shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? so, so we're doing that. I mean, I'm very excited. And then tomorrow, we're going to be shooting another Game Over Greggy show that mm-hmm. you can watch live if you're a Patreon supporter. That's going to uh, be fun. We'll go up the following week, mm-hmm. and the topic's going to be your, your comedy. My Ooh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. So I'm yeah. featuring yeah, a showcase homework. tonight. Uh, and then tomorrow, Tim was like, I really want to hear all about this, these weird misadventures of yours at these uh, random open mic comedy nights. And I'm like, sure, I'll talk to you guys through it. And then I know Lex is, is into it, but unfortunately, you're not coming tonight because no, you have hashtag not. better things to do. Yeah, I'm going to see Minions <laughs> with my godson. Well, that's, all right, well, maybe you don't have better things to do. And our guest! 
the one and only let's get Lexi Alexis Pence. Hey guys, thank you. Have you gotten used to the name yet? I haven't, not yet. No. Is it like your birthday or like when the year changes and it's New Year's and you're like, I just don't, is it 2016 still? Yeah, totally. It's okay. exactly like that. Do you think, how long until you're like, all right, this sounds right? I have no idea. I don't never. know. It's never going to sound right to me. <laughs> no. Kazambalitis just has such a fun, like. You had Kazambalitis for like 16 and a half years, so probably about <laughs> yeah. equal time until you're ready for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. 16 and a half years, yeah. yep. Yeah. Water pants is a pedophile. Well, we're just. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I mean, uh, in the context of the world, the joke world I just built. I in the joke going, world I, I just you're built. You're first, right out of <laughs> Greg Miller's <laughs> Breaking news. Let's rewind that and be sweet. It's because you don't look a day over 17. Ah, you That's what he meant to say. Go away. That's what he meant to say. But instead, he insulted your husband. Oh, whatever. Now, here's a man who can crush We invited you here. We love you. We love Hunter, obviously. We love your YouTube channel. We love you guys. We love everything. It's National, what, Pineapple Day, apparently? It is. It's National Pineapple Day. And National Sunglasses Day. I'll never forget. It was about four years ago. And I get a text from Alexis. You know, it must have been more than that at this point. I get a text from Alexis and it says, hey, just letting you know, pineapples are about to be in. And I responded, fuck you. <laughs> like, what? First off, why would you text me that? Yeah. Second off, yeah. are you telling me to prepare? Like, should I? And I do get I pineapple, pineapple stock? Are you talking about pineapple <laughs> shirts? I got it. And this was before she, it happened. Yeah. And then. I started seeing them everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Walk down the street, pineapple signs. Yeah. Go to a store, pineapple shirts. There's a then whole hotel downtown people. that's pineapple based. Did, this is this was very annoying <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, pineapple themed. <laughs> Thank you. My my <laughs> pineapple based. <laughs> we're, we're actually we're in San Francisco, but we're based on a pineapple. Uh, the one and only Jean Vieux Saint Ange Miller. Yes. She was watching House <laughs> of Cards with me. <laughs> and like I'm it. watching House of Cards and I mean, what's Kevin Spacey up to? Office. What's going on? And they had, she's like, why are there pineapple lamps in the Oval Office? I'm uh, like, I know. Huh, that's a good question. Right? They were yeah. super in. Did you text him that because you know that Tim has a propensity to make music videos out of every new trend? Is that why? Did you think he was going to make the pineapple music video? I didn't need to. She was just trying to let me know. And the thing is, I'll give it to you because you were the least hip person I have ever met in my entire life. So the fact that you. I'm were, actually insulted. Uh, by yeah, that. that's pretty insulting. And you've you seen the people he hangs out with. Yeah. Uh, yes. um, Kevin Coelho, who's cool dressing guys. like Mick Foley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not no, today, that's, though. That's, you look not, There's I'm no camera on him. Nobody knows what he's dressed as today. Everybody's seen the most hip person you hang out with. I feel like I know a couple hip people. Cool Greg slapping. Cool Greg, cool Greg is, is hip as I mean, fuck. He's I hip on the streets. He's hip. He's he is hip, hip on the streets. He's street I hip. I don't know. Louis Medina's pretty hip. Uh, Louis Medina's really Louis hip. Medina, yeah. this, this dude, he's our like contact at uh, Rooster Teeth. I would say he's the hippest person I know. He probably is. He's because he always cool. knows things that I don't know. He knows business lingo, like but he's also like he understands exactly. yeah. yeah. cool, You've seen him. When you have people that are like, like people can describe pants as Louis Medina pants, or they see glasses, those are Louis Medina glasses, mm. or you see a hat, and you're like, that's a Louis Medina hat, or you see a sweater, you're like, that's a Louis, all of a so sudden no, it's like, there's an entire outfit, there's a Louis Medina, look that, at this uh, guy, yeah, here we look go. at those glasses. Then here's my question for you, Timothy, yeah. you stole the Louis Medina pants, you mm -hmm. wear them, mm -hmm. first off when you're not going to be on camera, but more importantly when you fly. Kevin, are yeah. you going to show people Louis Medina? Mm -hmm. Okay, just making sure. Uh, but the other day, you went to look at glasses, mm -hmm. and tried on Louis Medina glasses and then we're like no it's too much too much why is that it just it just is I, I didn't want glasses Gia's trying to convince me that I need to buy new glasses you do because I've had the same glasses yeah, since 1996 Kevin, click, like, click on the Louis Medina profile picture at the top there Kevin so we get a bigger <clears throat> is it just the fact that you get offended that you are a I mean, you guys are just reskin character models 
I mean, that's one way to put mm-hmm. it. You know what that's I mean? He's just a darker shade of you, it. or you're a lighter shade of him. I can't tell. That's probably the one. Probably, that's how it is. Yeah, that's the Louis Medina that's is the, the real the real one. deal. Um, I think that the thing is though, Lou wears those pants, and they look great during the day, and then he wears them to a party, and you're like. How do they still look good? Still Lewis look pulls good. it off. He, he does. He, the pants, Tim like, looks like, like he rolled out of bed. Pants, no contacts like, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pants, but they have elastic at the bottom, but they're yeah. actually made out of like Hunter wears a lot. He does. And Hunter joggers, does wear them. Yeah. yeah. And so here's the big thing. We haven't gotten to the intro. We're not even in the first topic yeah. yet. It's going to be a long show. Strap the fuck in. <laughs> what I want to know is what was going on with Hunter's pants recently? He didn't, oh, he didn't tuck them in and it was a giant thing. Yeah. So he... The Giants have been losing horribly, like really bad. Oh, like, by the way, if you're watching, like that's her. the worst team, and then there's like the Giants. Her husband's Hunter Pence. He it's, plays for the San Francisco Giants. It's not good. But yesterday we won, so that's good. Okay, we're back. Um, turn so hopefully we're going to yeah. turn Rally this ship around. Yeah, we just you know turn I mean? the leveling yeah, plane. See a lot you of nailed that one. You nailed um, that one. Yeah, a lot of photoshops of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't do so But much. he was just trying to change up the juju a little bit. Like, sure. Get the new energy. And so he, for the first time wore ever, wore his pants, but like, regular pants because oh, usually he has the, the socks high, the high up, up. Like usually, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 because so he's the ones that they're like above, above the knee a little, little bit yeah. yeah and so it was like a whole thing page news. yeah even i was like when you think you know someone then he wears his pants down and you're <laughs> like what Jesus. the hell who are you <laughs> yeah what a monster but then he came <laughs> home that night he didn't get a hit that game and he was like i'm never doing that again that was the worst day of my life <laughs> yeah i can't are they allowed to play in shorts real question you i don't play know. nude can you no if you didn't know ladies and gentlemen this is the game over greggy show each and every week four sometimes five best friends gather on this table each bringing a random topic of discussion for your amusement if you like that sometimes the lights randomly dim or something what was that if we would have done the table no it was was before before that don't try to put this on me from there to there don't put that on me billy bob cool if you like that you can head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can watch each and every episode early. In fact, if you want to toss us a buck, you can watch it live like so, as we record it, like so many people are right now on patreon.com slash kind of funny. But if you don't want any of those exclusive perks, goodies, crazy tears, or whatever else, or you just have the money, no big deal, you can head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny. You can see the top the show topic by topic day by day until it goes up as one big MP3 and video later on down the line. Are we all reacting to Kevin just <laughs> this is my freaking out and Instagram's peak, p- p- going all over the screen? We have a 65-inch TV screen in front of us yeah. in addition to a 32-inch screen Conference underneath monitor, us. Yeah. The 32-inch one's just us. We can see us. Yeah. The 65 inches is being used just as a stopwatch so we yeah. know how long we're going. Right. But every once in a while, Kevin will start doing things on the internet and just fucking windows will pop up <laughs> and it's the most distracting I like, thing. Yeah, I like to think of it as a little window into Kevin's mind. Uh-huh. You know, you just see what's always going in there, which is half-open windows on the wrong mind. Monitor, like you don't know. It, it, Kevin's mind to me is like when you open up a website, like a web browser, and it goes to the other monitor. Then you shut, you pull your computer out, and you can't resize it. You can't figure yeah. out how to resize it. It's just always there. That's Kevin's brain. I like it to is. think that Kevin is like our Rachel Ghoul, and he's keeping us on our toes. You know what I mean? He's got us he's here. It's working. Immortal? But here's a few different. Here's <laughs> a few different forever. things he's tossing at you. You want to see if you can actually deal with it. Oh, he, he knows I'm. He knows I'm delivering to the camera. One of the few times I'm str- talking straight to the show. So why not fuck around? Why not throw up some fucking giant dicks and shit on the screen? It doesn't matter. Because uh, our internet fucking just shit the bed. Rachel Ghoul. Figure that out. Rachel Ghoul. So, Rish, I was complimenting you. Oh, I thought you were calling me out right now. No, that. well, they were. I don't think you heard them, but then I brought it around to where I was bringing it down that you're doing the right thing. Hostility makes me uncomfortable. You guys. Oh, you don't. You <laughs> want to survive a day? Kind of funny then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really sweaty too. <laughs> it's, hot. it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> Alexis, you're gonna start us off. What's your topic? Um, 
Okay, so I had two questions. One was a joke one. Sure. We talked about it a little, but I'm not going to talk about that Throw one. Throw it out. Um, well, you see, your real topic, I think we might have talked about, not recently, but go ahead. What's your real topic? My real topic is, what is inspiring you right now? Mm. Now, we've talked about inspirations before, but mm. I, we haven't done Definitely it with Alexis. No, we haven't like done like it recently. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes like you go through waves, like right? Like pineapples, even oh, though some Jesus people don't God, think that's I'm That's inspiring hit. you? That insp- used to inspire me because I just... I don't know. They inspire me like fairies sometimes, you know, okay. to, like kids inspire them, but like sure. also rainbows right now. Organizing is really inspiring me right now. Certain things like your like definition of ins- inspiring is very different sure. than mine. Or, and travel. Okay. Like travel is really inspiring, like going somewhere and like really unplugging and, and, and discovering mm-hmm. new, new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to know from you guys, like what is inspiring you right now? And it's not something that can be per- like, doesn't have to be permanent. Just like what, do you see you're like, oh man, like I really love that. I'd like to like more of it in my sure, life sure, sure. and what's drawing me to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know more about you though. Yeah. Unicorns or is that just that rainbows? was something? Rainbows? No, rainbows. Yeah. So, uh, that's inspiring you. Tell me about this. I don't know. Something about the colors right now are, are really just like they keep me, they give me energy. I don't know. They give me energy. They're giving me like, they're giving me well, life. You mean like real life rainbows? Like it just rains? Like, oh, double, no, double no, no, rainbow. It could be like anything. Or like pool floaties too. Like I'm really loving just pool things floaties that have a right lot now. Of pool floaties are in. Yeah. So like this See, last weekend. You should have texted me like three months ago and let me know. And I would have gotten on it about the pool floaties. See oh. that Nicki Minaj video with the the big unicorn thing that she wrote? Oh, no. I, I haven't showed seen you that this. Video. You sure did. Yeah. And Thank everything Nicki Minaj like, does is a okay in my rainbow pool floaty. Yeah. You know, like I'm really loving that. Like I'm right. really loving that what that kind of represents. I guess it's not so. Were much. you just like in love this last weekend because it was Pride Fest and it's like it was rainbows? No, everywhere. I actually didn't even rainbows. go out at all this weekend. Really? Yeah, because I was I like, it's bad. Pride Fest. I'm gonna I haven't, take I, cover. <laughs> I have yet to go to actually see the the Pride Parade. It starts I know I'm the oh, worst. Right you gotta by go. My house. It's shenanigans. So I literally saw the how the sausage was made. Yeah. And I was like, I'm good. Randomly, <laughs> I've been to the Folsom Street Fair twice, though. That's a different kind of. I don't know. Folsom Street very different. Very different. I've been to that twice, but I have yet to. Go to the Pride Parade. Good once. for you, Nick. Good for you. So, do you? What, what's inspiring? What to inspiration are you drawing from the rainbows and the colors? Um, man, I think it's just like the bright, like what it kind of represents, which okay. is like, um, you know, like a lot of like brightness, and so it gets you going, gives you energy, mm-hmm. um, making you feel good, and you know, making when I'm feel good, like I can make you guys feel good. I can make Tim feel like I can, I can spread that right. Sure. Like okay. you can, okay. you can give that to people. So rain, like a rainbow, right there. Um, there it is. Oh yeah, on the YouTube page. Oh, but yeah. then I also think they're like little symbols, right? Like I have no resistance to rainbows right now. So then it's like I, I sort of feel like this might get a little new agey, but no, I like it though. This, this got is new agey about five minutes ago. <laughs> I like the, I like the perspective. Knee deep in new age. Where all you know, I ever hear about is he's kale. If you're kind of lost and you're looking for like a like a pathway and it's like oh well there's a rainbow like it kind of just leads you there okay. i feel like you start okay. seeing them everywhere like yeah signs. yeah uh, and it's almost like taking the path of least resistance mm-hmm. did i say that right no, you yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay good um but yeah it's kind of it kind of leads you there so right, right now like rainbows and like organizing my life my home right now is by like color. really all my Roy books are by color Jeebus. they're like color coordinated my okay. books okay so yeah i've done that and and making sure i like my my house is clean and organized that's always a good feeling yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah. cuz i feel like it kind of mm-hmm. clears up the mind yeah. um what else travel like so what is, what do you find inspiring about travel uh i think it's discovering new places new okay. cultures um you're getting away from your everyday normal life like i just read a story about a guy who every 7 years takes 1 year off to unplug and he comes back with a new idea and then 
does that idea mm-hmm. and becomes crazy successful. Mm. And it's like, wow, that's amazing. Like that travel can do sure. that. Yeah. yeah. So like unplugging, do you not find it, adventure? Like, are you not finding you're like burning out? Cause you travel a lot. I travel a lot, yeah. but I think it's, there's a difference. There's a difference between traveling to a place that like you really want to go to Yeah. and just getting the time to like discover the culture and, and, and food and all that sure. stuff versus like going to, you know, Atlanta, New York Kansas for the City. fifth time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like those are all great cities and I love going, but you know, it, it just kind of turns into a routine. Where's the last place you went to? That was the inspirational kind of place. That was an inspirational kind of place. Yeah, that, like, um, you, went and you discovered and found new things and new stuff. Probably Mexico. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we went um, last off season, Hunter and I went and we met with like a shaman and we did like a whole like energy read and it was so cool. And we did like a sweat lodge and it oh, was that's like, awesome. do you yeah. want, do you want to do ayahuasca with me one day? I would totally do ayahuasca. <laughs> is, is that like, so there's a guy uh, in Berkeley that, yeah. that does it and yeah. you go to his yurt in Berkeley oh, and you take yeah, it and you go for a, a day and you smoke like a peace pipe and then you sure take you like a, something it's a Bart Simpson peace pipe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and then in, you go and it. you like have all these self discoveries. So it's ayahuasca is supposed <laughs> to be the drug where if you do it, it, you're supposed to be able to have a, like a candid conversation with yourself and then oh. tell you all the things that's wrong with you. And then you come out fixed. That and sounds I love horrible. This to me. It sounds awesome. I, it, the last person I want to hear telling me all my problems is, is yourself. yourself. <laughs> me. But that's the only person who can solve them. Look, dude, dude. probably oh, you need the most then too. Yeah. 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 This is going to be bad. My opinion, not a big deal, but you're fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing everything like wrong. It. I don't like Wait, it at all. What? Hella. Wait, what? <laughs> there would be a lot of hella. <laughs> uh, for me, like right now, I guess I, I like I like your more abstract thing. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I'm inspired a lot right now by San Francisco. I think you know I just moved this or city? whatever. Yeah. Me too. Like I just moved, right? So I'm in you know a part of the city I've always wanted to live in before, and mm-hmm. now I'm there. And the small businesses that line my street, and like starting those new relationships where I'm like seeing the same owners every day yes. and talking to them and helping them out with something or going to an event they're throwing, and then like last night it was we were. Oh, Jen and I were watching uh, this documentary that'll come up with my topic, uh, the Lost Arcade or the Last Arcade. No, the Lost Arcade, uh, which is I produced by IGN somehow, which was weird to see that in the credits of a movie that I was just randomly watching. You I was just like, text me a picture. It just says executive, executive producers, producers. Per Schneider and Fran Mirabella. No, it said Francis Mirabella. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Hell yeah, it does. His stage name. <laughs> but that was about <laughs> that was about, you know, this last arcade in uh, New York, Chinatown mm-hmm. or whatever. And then uh, w- got me thinking of like how inspired I am by the comic shop underneath us. Because yeah. how much I love fucking comics, but like what a hard business to run of trying to keep a comic shop going in 2017. Don't tell me that because we're about to open one. Well, you're doing, you're doing like a coffee shop comics and board game stuff, right? Tabletops and video games and new media. I think you're, you're diversified a bit more than comic experience. Coffee's the number one there. I think you guys are do great. Also Hunter's a a huge coffee guy. So like, I'm sure the coffee will be amazing. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Houston, Houston, right? Houston. Yeah. I can't, I want to come visit. Yeah. You involved? What's it going to be called? Coral sword. Yeah. It's you, Hunter and Ming. Me, Hunter, Ming, and our good friends, David, who has a coffee roaster company. I can't wait. Was that a hard decision or was that just like, hey, no. let's just go do something? No, I'm actually pretty sure Hunter made the decision. It was like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're opening up a coffee shop. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, what I was doing. like, all right. The thing is, though, with Hunter, knowing Hunter, it sounds like it was spur of the moment, but you know he's been doing research on coffee like his entire life. Well, that's, their yeah. whole, that's her YouTube channel, right? Of yeah. you guys running around so reviewing good. all these different We've coffees. We've gotten like crazy geeky about it. Like, I just got a water tester so I can test the parts per million in the water to see like what it grabs onto in the coffee. Who'd have thought all those coffee trips I know, they would have led. Off. I Here knew I liked Career. it. I knew there was some 
one thing about Lex, it that we went I went to Starbucks every single time, though. No, every, we went no, to... No, we go to a whole bunch of places. Yeah. yeah. Every time yeah, you and I used to walk away from for like four hours, we just go to Starbucks. And I was like, we're just going to kill the rest of this week. It'll be hilarious. But yeah, people who are like living their dream right now, right? And whether that's the guy in my street who's running the t-shirt business or it's, you know, yeah. the guys doing the comic shop, especially because as we run this business and how fucking complicated this is on us. And then to see like wing wings up for sale, right? Like to see not people, they didn't fail, but like people, I got to get out of this business to see people hanging in there and doing stuff and knowing what it's like for us, let alone if you don't have a million Twitter followers or whatever to activate and try to drive to an event or drive to mm-hmm. something like I can't right. imagine. Yeah. Right. Nick, what about you, Mr. Uh, Comedian? I've been really uh, motivated lately by a number of things, a number of humans, um, as well as just the concept of momentum and what it takes to build momentum and then keep momentum, which I think is a very, like, it's, I think it's the hardest thing to do in 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 people's, like, professional and personal lives. Which Being is just, consistent. Well, start that ball rolling and then build on top of that. And I've been really, really, uh, since the beginning of the year, kind of, like, really paying attention toward that in my life and, and allowing other people who are doing it to, to inspire me to do so prior to, you know, us starting this business, I would always see people who are successful, who I can tell like the Kevin Hart's of the world or the rocks of the world and be like, these guys started from someplace and then just never stopped and like never let setbacks hold them back. And I would look at those guys and be like, shit, I can never do that because they're so like, you compare yourself to them and think, oh, they're so far away from where I'm at right now. Right. But then you start slowly, but surely thinking like, you know what, all it is, all success on that level is, is just like time and motivation. And if I can, I have both of those things. I'm not that old yet so i can start doing stuff now and we can start building this business now and then in 10 years we'll look back and it'll go by like that and be like holy shit look at what we've done um and i think kind of funny has really inspired me to do that and then it's inspired me to to really open my eyes and and welcome in those outside influences right um like you mentioned travel for instance i listen to a ton of comedians now like ari shafir i don't know if you're familiar with him or not but he um he has a popular show and after the last season ended he literally just got on a plane and left yeah. And no one knows where he was. He would send letters That's to people. Amazing. And like he would people would just get letters saying, Hey, I'm still alive, don't worry about it. <laughs> and that was it. Like he and went now to, he's bad. That was it. And now, now he came back and he, he can tell the story, but he just wanted to just really check out and stuff like that. But so guys like that, that's super cool. But he can and, and just letting people know it's okay to like come back to your life and you can you can get that momentum again and keep mm-hmm. building that steam again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also super inspired by the concept of um, conflict, like the idea that you, in order to be happy, you have to have a little bit of challenge and conflict in your life. You can't like, I used to think I'm happiest when, um, everything's in its place and I can just relax and like not worry about that. But what I found is that's when sort of anxiety and depression started setting in. I feel like I get better as I keep finding that next obstacle to overcome now. Oh. And so that's that's kind of where I'm at. So like starting to do jujitsu, doing stand up, things like that. Like obviously this business is an infinite amount of challenges that we we don't even know what's going to happen every morning. We'll come in and something new is and fun is there for us. Let me ask you. That's a great thing that you just said. So having that constant obstacle. So once you have achieved everything, right? Like sometimes I ask Hunter, I'm like, you have two World Series. You've been in the All Star Game three times. Like where do you keep finding the passion for the game? Right. Like what do you hold on to, right? Like what what keeps you, I guess, like magnetized towards like keep going, right? right? Like what is that? Like how, how do you find something new to keep going? Mm-hmm. So how do you find your well, opposite? What does he say? Oh. Oh, what does <laughs> no, he say? I want to Hunter too. Oh, oh, oh. Well for Hunter, like he has like different different goals that he comes up with. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like being an MVP would be really huge for him. Right. Um, winning another World Series. Sure. Like that's always a drive for him. Um, yeah, for me, I think that there's there are you know long term huge goals that we all have for ourselves, but those those can get very 
like those the weight you can crumble under the weight of those sometimes. I think for me right now, I'm looking at goals that I can achieve in the like two to six month range, right? So I'm just sort of like realizing that there's pretty much levels to everything. And one of the actually big reasons for this is what I've been like, how what I've seen happen in jujitsu, which is like you go in and you realize that you are just starting at fucking ground zero. And then you grind and you grind and you grind and you look back. Like I think I'm about almost eight months in and now I'm looking back and the new white belts come in. And one of the kids the other day was like, I wish I could roll like you. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he was like, you're just always so calm and collective. And then all of a sudden you like, you'll, you'll get a submission or something like that. Cool. And I'm like, in my brain, I am freaking the fuck out all the time. But this kid sees me like differently. And that must be how I kind of am. Right. Like, so, so to him, I'm dangerous, but to me, everyone else is dangerous. And like, did you that's, tell the kid the truth or you're just like, Oh no, I told him. Yeah. The truth. Fuck cigarette. Yeah, yeah, got your motorbike and right away. Well, for sure. The one thing <laughs> yeah. people love doing in jiu-jitsu class <laughs> is having a nice Dodge cigarette right afterward. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have a cup of yeah, coffee, yeah, cigarette yeah. And, and not protein. No, I told him, I was like, no, to me, I'm always like, you know, I'm always tripping out. I'm always, I'm always freaked out. And this is really hard for me. Like still. Um, but so that's kind of, that's given me sort of a template to apply to everything else. Like, so comedy, I'm looking at this going, okay, so if eight months is gets me here in this aspect of my life, if I just put the same amount of time into comedy, I can now, I can start to see those small gains. And like, for me, like I, this is the first time I've been actually invited to be on a show tonight as a comedian, not as a, a new media personality or as, as kind of funny. Just no, these guys don't know who, who I am. They don't know what I do. They're just like, you were pretty funny the other week. You should come up to the show. And I'm like, okay, cool. So um, the next sh- shot for me then after this is um, I've started to go. There are some showcases that the punchline throws. And so you can go there as a new comedian and you just go and like experience that. And maybe you get picked to go up. And so that's my next goal is to go up to the punchline. That's it. Simple goal, just get picked to go up, not kill, not crush, just have the balls to walk on stage at one of the most historic comedy clubs on the planet and just stare at people's faces and try to make them laugh. Um, And that that terrifies me, but it also gives me that like little hit of adrenaline of like, yeah, we could do this, we can go, you know? Um, And that's that's the other thing I've been doing a little bit recently is practicing that sort of like, put it out there first and then figure out how the fuck to get there. Um, And so if you guys remember in January, I was like, I'm gonna do a standup act at kind of funny life three and tim's like that's a great idea and then we just it, that's it it's a thing now and so i had to figure out how to fucking do that right and every day i didn't go to an open mic to practice i was like you're fucking up you're not going to be good so you have to go that's what it got that's what happens so i don't know that's you that's were good thank you yeah you were really good i appreciate that awesome you guys are going to see the exact same set tonight. So <laughs> Those products, enjoy though. it. You got to get it down. But it's just, it's fun. It's, it's, it's fun when you start looking at like, you stop looking at life in terms of like failures and success and start looking in terms of just like experiences and like what you can glean from that and how you can make yourself better. You know, like just going out and doing things like, I've, I've had a big push this just this week to like do more stuff on social because it finally clicked to me how I framed it in my brain of like, wait a minute, I'm not really sharing my, like I don't need to share my life on social and compare myself to everyone and like try to be interesting when I'm not, I can just goof off. I can just try to entertain people on social. Same I do here, same I do on, on stage, right? Mm-hmm. So that that little shift in my brain is like, oh, it makes it okay for me to post 18 times a day and annoy the shit out of people. Like, I don't know. It's there just, are no failures, just experiences. It's true. Yeah. Do or do not. Deep. There is no try. Yeah. Same well, that's what that Uber driver told me when he changed Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uber drivers, yeah. I have three very specific people that are inspiring me right now. Oh. And some of, it, some of it's a little bit like corny and shit. Crash but Bandicoot? No, no, no. The, my first answer is Stephen Suptic. Who, oh, yeah. He went up that, he he went all over that guy. And I mean, so this dude, 
for those that don't know, started at, I mean, I don't know where exactly where he started, but I first knew of him from Super Panic Frenzy, which was a video game offshoot of SourceFed and the DeFranco Network and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And he did stuff with Raina Scully. And they kept going, and I never really paid attention to him at all. Then he became a host at SourceFed when they went kaput. So that was during an era that I didn't watch at all. Sure. And after that, you know, they were all kind of left with nothing. And he started doing his own YouTube channel. He'd been doing his own YouTube channel for years, but it was a lot of like reacts content of like the try not to laugh challenge or like, it was very like YouTube copy and paste. Sure. Like what, this is what's popular is. now. So exactly. Like whatever the trend of the moment is, I'm going to do it. And like, you got a lot of views. People really loved him. But then at some point about six months ago, he just started doing what he calls alternative lifestyle content. And I'm sure so many of you already know about this. So I'm just beating a dead horse. But I watched it and I was like, I don't get it. And within five minutes, I'm like, this guy's doing something fucking different. Yeah, he's genius. We're 15 years into YouTube at this point, maybe 13 years into YouTube. And constantly you feel like, oh, everyone's done things before like right. there's nothing new you can do and i'm watching his his vlogs and i'm like these are not vlogs like this guy is doing something so different with the mm-hmm. medium that day after day he puts out a video every day that is edited and is telling a crazy story and mm-hmm. it builds on this world and he has a cast of characters that are funny as hell and it's just like you can you don't need to watch every day you can jump in at any point and like i've seen kevin watching a whole bunch of them and like what, what are your thoughts on him uh i'm in love man like, god damn, so they're much. really good. Like, I can't stop watching them. I and, was uh, yeah. floored at how good he was because it was that there was the IGN kerfluffle. Uh, I heard about it on our Reddit, our subreddit. People were like, I don't know what Greg and the guys think of it. And I was like, I don't know what the hell any of this is. I've been working all day. I didn't I see any. I didn't see any of the like E3 content. You put an L in the kerfuffle to kerfuffle? make a kerfuffle. Just letting you know. Hey, you know what? If I can change, uh, fuck, what was the word I always used? Rigmarole. Yep. I can change kerfuffle to kerfuffle. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, role, it wasn't until the next morning that I got here that I could actually watch any of the video, or actually a time, or the desire, I guess. Yeah. And it was totally that thing of like, all right, whatever. And I clicked in and watched it. It was his response to the whole IGN thing. Mm. And I watched and I was like, I, you know, as a, all my friends working at IGN, I'm like, oh, I'm already primed to be mad about whatever's going to be said. And I watched, I'm like, this is genius. Yeah. This is the funniest fucking shit of all time. When they call the one guy, he's like, stop copying us. He slams down the phone. He's like, he said he wanted, I called Chad or whatever. And he said, it's not Chad, it's Rad or whatever the fuck his name is. He's like, who's the other guy who's copying? And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I, and I, I went down the hole of like watching all the other videos of like driving up and picking his friends up. And it was, Jesus, yeah, so, so good. So Alexis, I yeah. imagine you've never seen this guy. No, I've never seen to, this guy. To give you the pitch on him, Essentially, every day he does a vlog about what he's doing in his Which, day. Which, every day vlogging, you guys, that is like, I'm already impressed by this guy. <laughs> no, but it's like, he vlogs it, but it's highly edited. Like, these are yeah. things where I'm like, this could look like a, if it was long enough, it could be on TV. As it looks a like TV a documentary show. or a mockumentary. Yeah, or it, exactly. And so he does it, and it's him and his this cast of friends, and they just kind of like go about their business, and they come up with these stupid-ass storylines that are like based on the truth. Like, they're looking for a new office now. So they'll go in and actually be doing interviews and like checking out mm-hmm. office space, but they're playing characters. And as they're shooting it, it'll like pause, and like the camera will zoom in, and it's just VO narration. He's like, and this is the moment that it all started to go wrong. That's awesome. And it's so funny because it's like, I just don't understand. I mean, it's a mix of improv and like light scenario uh, that are yeah, written it's kind going of got, into it's it. It's got an Arrested Development feel to it. But if Arrested Development, it's kind of like Arrested Development if only the main actors knew they were in Arrested Development and everyone else was real people. Right. Yeah. Like, so they'll, they'll, they do a lot of weird, crazy shit where like, they'll just 
randomly. Like he used Lou Medina the other day. He just called him, and I don't even know if Lou knew he was in the show, but they're having a real <laughs> business call. This guy's like, yeah. and then now Lou's a character on the show, whether Lou knows it or not. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, no, it's so it's, it's great. Got that, it's got that feel. That is the thing worth pointing out for full disclosure that they just joined Let's Play, so they're. Let's play family. Oh yeah, no, no, I don't know. Not exactly. that this is. I know this isn't at all connected. Just for any detractors out there to be on the same page. Yeah, but anyway, like this dude's fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking detractors. And to be clear, I don't even understand it, like where they fall in the whole let's play. They don't do video game stuff now. I'm pretty sure they are owned by Bernie now. No, no that's definitely not. Bernie. Greg Grant doesn't just own everything. <laughs> he owns people though. That's true. He does own me. But my thing is, I tend to not like content that is people fucking with other people. Sure. That don't want. That don't know they're being fucked with or don't want to be fucked with, and that's why with Jackass I always liked the things where they it was just more contained of what they right. were doing I didn't really like the whole you just got pranked type it's bullshit it's kind of bullying yeah. yeah like punked Punked him okay punked with because okay it's, it's a little bit different. I wasn't cool. Man, they punked uh, Justin Timberlake. JT? Yeah. I didn't fucking like that. I, I feel like that's I'm different because that's a targeted thing. <laughs> fucked up. I like that that's people. where you draw the line at Justin Can't Timberlake. Like Frankie Muniz can suck it, but Justin Timberlake, I'm like, don't fuck with JT, guys. <laughs> Frankie Muniz knew he was on a, he, he knew he could see the sand in his hourglass going out. He's okay to fuck with. Justin Timberlake, immortal. He'll be fine the rest of his life. You want to take a shot at Frankie? Yeah, you know? man. Let him fucking let him just enjoy his life, man. JT. My thing is though, this content definitely skirts the line of that. But I think that the artistry that goes into the stories that he tells sure. makes it totally, sure. totally worth it because every day there's something new. And I just think that like I am inspired by the fact that there's still something new out there for content creators to be able to to do. Yeah. And it inspires cool. me to think differently about content that we're doing. Cause I'm like, fuck, like we are a lot of the time just doing what we know. And yeah. it's like, we could be doing something that we do. So original like, thought really inspires you. Yeah. And so, so well, from him, that, it's like what I, what I admire about you is you have that ability to look at like, it similar to what this guy is doing is look at something and go, we could do that, but we should do that like this. And it takes that, it takes the old format and like you put one element into it that then feels, makes it feel new. Right. And that is kind of the key to innovation. Right. Like we always, we talk a little bit um, about like, what can we do that's different out there? What can we do that's like kind of first that no one's ever seen? And that's really what you're talking about is like, how can we do like a podcast and make it something that no one's ever seen, but it's still a podcast. Granted, we haven't figured that one out I was going to say, we no, haven't nailed no, it. No, no, that no, one no, so, so keep going on that. And I'm adding a, a fourth group now sure. to people that inspire me is the McElroy brothers with uh, my brother, ah, my brother oh God, and me they're so good. They're uh, so smart. show that they did. That is it's like so, a sh tall. TV show version of their podcast. I'm like, mm -hmm. that is next level podcast. Those guys are awesome. I was blown away watching that content. I'm like, holy shit. It's like they did something so fresh and so original. Yeah. But getting back to what I was saying, the last two, and this is where it gets corny. It's the two of you mm. in different ways. Interesting. Legitimately you doing the stand-up comedy thing blows my mind. <laughs> Cause you. I'm just like, I know that you're capable of it mm -hmm. and I, I know that you're funny, but the fact that you well, kind of without really having a conversation with us and like, it, it wasn't like some big plan of I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. You just started going to open mics. Yeah. And then and you didn't even tell about us. For, yeah. Tell and then eventually you're like, oh yeah, I've been doing these open mics like, as if it's no big deal. It's like, that is kind of the biggest deal. Well, it's, it's big and it's not the thing that the thing that, you know, I'm, tr I'm trying to do is, is do things that kind of benefit like cyclically. Right. So like what we do here is there's a level of performance and I think that I want it, I wanted to get better at it. Right. Um, especially since, you know, when Colin left, it was like I, f I felt a need to like have to step it up. No longer half assing it. Right. Exactly. Before it was a quarter ass. Now I'm up to half ass. Hey, I'm Nick. Um, Here's something creepy. All right. See you guys. Cut me a check. Creepy. You know, but, um, but to me, it's like it's to me, it's I don't I don't necessarily see myself as someone who's going to be a stand up comedian. But but the ability to like to think, hey, I could go out there and practice performance. 
and bring that back here and try to and then and then get in that alpha like that mindset of like constantly writing stupid things and doing stupid stuff that could benefit us but then that can go benefit me on stage and then get me back here i think that's just kind of it was that was very inspirational i mean me, i've seen sure. it though like i've seen it in your content I've, especially on the morning show it's like you're bringing it in a different way thank you like you were like actually playing a character now whereas before you would literally just show up <laughs> well before well greg also gave me some really good feedback he's like it's not cool to just look at pictures of selena gomez the entire morning show and not pay attention to what's happening. So Which, you, get it, you get the, uh, the first would five minutes of the morning show. Nick would be there. He's all in. And then he'd talk about a movie. We should make him think of another movie. And then he'd wonder what that actress <laughs> looks like in this movie. He's been up to IMDb. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's on Instagram. It's like, what is happening? But no, yeah. you've been on That's it fair. recently. You. And I think Thank that you. it is because of what you're saying, where yeah. you are inspiring yourself based on your stand-up act. But going back to it, the fact that you're doing it, the fact that you did the therapist stuff mm -hmm. blew my mind. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're doing the jujitsu blew my mind. But this comedy stuff like this it's an a door has opened where i'm like we are literally capable of anything we are because like holy shit like you just you did the thing again it's it's and it's one of those things where you look and you you know i follow obviously a lot of comedians i look up to joe rogan i look up to that whole network of guys that he's got going right and those guys will all tell you the same thing it's it really is just you got to put the work in you got to just go up as many times as you can and keep going yeah and like that's just it's i mean that's just sort of symbolic of what we do here every day right we just keep building we just keep trying to to do the best you don't like it fuck can. you we'll be back tomorrow with more <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's kind of counterintuitive to the positive now jumping that, that the last cool. one fuck you if you don't like it I you mean, piece I mean, of no, shit no, the last person is, is greg because it's just like it's so i mean we've been through so much shit but to see kind of funny games daily now mm -hmm. like i am so proud of that show because it's like i've worked with you for a decade now coming up on and it's just like seeing you go from the editor guy to being the on-camera guy to hosting up at noon and doing interviews and obviously you had beyond and stuff and yeah. then you're having ps i love you and i used to give you so much shit about ps i love you because all the shows that we would do we just fucking show up and we do and it doesn't matter if everyone's fucking around you took ps i love you so seriously where it's like we need to close the doors there could be no outside noise and it was just like whoa this is fucking weird. And it's like, I feel like now with Games Daily, I totally get it. Like, mm. it's a, a thing where, like, you are bringing, and you even just wearing the tie and, you know, prepping the shows and making sure that all the, the guests are prepped and know what they're talking about. And it isn't just us showing up and talking. You it's guys us are showing up and being experts sure, sure, sure. and, like, presenting information to people. And well, it's just I like, have all the feelies. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you and Andrew have both flocked that message. You know what I mean? I'm sure Danny will, too, when he actually fucking shows up for work. But, uh, yeah, you know, in terms of, like, you know, you get so much credit on the Reddit as uh, you know, awesome. as needed and as deserved because you are. It's it's different to be on a show that has a different vibe than our other shows. So to show up and ah, we have a run of show and we know what the news are and you can brief yourself and get the stats you need to talk about. Andrew is great at adding stuff and getting her own information and bringing it in. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. But the going back to the question of what inspires me, what inspires me about you is the fact that I know how much shit we've had to do forever. Mm -hmm. I know how much more shit we've had to do recently, but I know on top of that, the amount of work you put into that show to make sure that it's good just motivates me to like bring everything up another level. Mm -hmm. And then when we talk about all of our other shows and party mode and having Kevin figure out how to do the shit live and get everything ad free, it's just like our workflow is so much more complicated than it used mm -hmm. to be, but it's working better than it ever has. Sure. And I think it's because we're motivating each other and inspiring each other mm -hmm. to do better. So it's like, I think it's a very appropriate time to ask me that question because I have been thinking about this a lot. Yes. Good job. <laughs> Good topic. Good job. Good topic. Good well topic. Done. Now, my topic is going to bring you all down. Let's Great. go. Because <laughs> it's actually the complete inverse of hers. I want to know what makes you feel small. 
Because mm. like I, I as I always do, much like when we tried to pick our name for kind of funny, I like to do the bubble, like the old brainstorming things right. where I write down something and then do the lines off of it. So right. I started with the Lost Arcade, that movie mm. I watched, which I recommend. And, I'm, and not just because IGN was in it and Francis Mirabella is an executive producer on it because it was a, it was a good movie about the last. <laughs> Again, Arcade. That's a did he have name. the third after? <laughs> I think he did. I don't know. I, I oh, said yeah, it to I'll you guys. You, you're always, yeah, you're always on your phone during this getting your calls. Really about? motivating me to keep talking to you, but let me know. Oh, it's uh, your show. Okay. I will. I will. Uh, but then it, I was like, "Where does it go?" Right, and so then it was uh, from Lost Arcade. I was like, "Arcade memories, uh, things, places, uh, things slash places you've lost." Because the, the whole thing was about the, the Lost Arcade going away, and it was Last Arcade, and these people dealing with that. And I, I, don't, I have to deal with that with Wing Wing soon. If something goes wrong, we don't know. Or if Jean Viev buys it, it won't have to. And then I went over to New York Jen City. Jen thinking about buying Wing Wings? We, we kick it around as an internet joke once in a while, but everybody's super into it. But it's oh. a terrible idea. We're very busy. Uh, Do you know how much the they're third. selling it for? Yeah. How much? Yeah, well, yeah, 136000 the third. Good. Francis. Wait, what? 136000 Dirt cheap. That's it? Yeah. All why the fryers, they, all the stuff. Why are they selling it? We'll talk about this after. Okay. Uh, then it got me to New York City, which then <laughs> brought me up to feeling small. Because for me, I think we do. Uh, this is actually such a great pair topic, which we, we yeah. think we'd plan these shows out. We do so much cool shit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? We travel the world. You travel the world. You have an awesome YouTube channel. We have this awesome YouTube channel. We have awesome people out there. Everything's amazing for us, right? But it's that thing of like, not that I'm conceited about it, you know, not that I have an ego that like there likes to be jokes about, but it is like, that's awesome. And we do a lot of awesome shit. And like when I go, I'm going, you know, uh, to, for Fourth of July back to Missouri to see family, right? And like, my world is amazing to them because they, you know, they have great lives too, but very different than mine. Like, you know, when's the mm -hmm. last time you were on a plane? You'll ask them, I don't know, two, three years ago. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to plane every two weeks or what? You know what I mean? But whenever I go to New York and I walk around New York, that is when I'm like, man, this city and the people in it do not give a fuck about me because there's like 12 million of them mm. on, going into the sky on top. <laughs> it's like it's New, New York has the most I'm walking around in like, yep, like a I, I'm a fucking ant. Like, I don't fucking yeah. matter in the least. I could get blinked out and right now and none of these people would care. And it's just it's both. Wow, that's a cool perspective change from not that we're like in it, but I mean, when our lives are daily, hey, you're doing great mm -hmm. on this show and I really like it and I want to contribute. Well, I think that's why travel is so important, right? Exactly, to get right? get you to, you know, kind of balance these about, but go on. But I get there and like when I'm there for a long time for like New York Comic Con or whatever and I'm wandering around doing things, it does weigh on me to an extent of just like life's meaningless and I don't, we're all just people on this fucking rock and ants and it doesn't matter. Jesus. It's like, it really does. It really. See, it's so weird. It has the opposite effect on me. Yeah. It's very like, well, it depends. If you're talking about traveling for work, Oh, I don't. Well, you're probably not. I mean, you have you have to be talking about traveling for fun, right? I'm talking about either. I mean, I, for work, you generally get off the plane, and there's 15 people that recognize you on that plane. So not in no, New York, yeah. Really? Yeah. So if you go to New York Comic Con, <laughs> yeah. No, that's crazy. No, for I mean, me at New York Comic Con, sure, sure. But I'm talking about outside of yeah, the, the that's Javits fair. Center. Um, I I mean, for me, traveling liberates me from that because I just think I'm going to go just to a different place and and just be and just get away from everything and just still like, in the moment. Yeah, and experience and just meet people and maybe they're going to know who I am and maybe they're not. And who so cares? what? What then? What's the flip for you? What makes you feel small? What makes the flip you feel for me is going to LA. Yeah. So when I go to LA and see the pace of that city and see everyone fucking grinding out to like make a name for themselves in entertainment and like especially just in the world of comedy, like you see these guys that are doing like even the open micers down there seem to be doing like they're fucking they're doing like five or six open mics at night. Like that's just that to me is it's almost it's daunting to say the least because you see people that there and then if you're at the comedy club, like I, I was at the comedy store the other night and Judd Apatow was there doing a set. 
fucking Judd Apatow was like, I'm just going to go do stand up. I'm like, that does make you feel like it's a bigger hill to climb when <laughs> you're like, I'll come back you're tomorrow. up against. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, but obviously, I mean, like you, this, the store is another one of those historic places. But like, yeah, like the lineup was like Judd Apatow, Anthony Jeselnik and like four or five other huge comedians. I'm like, Jesus, they're still out there doing it like. It's no longer a, hey, we did this and now we're gone away and the new class of people can come up here. It's like, you're up against that they as far as leave, competition. Yeah. They're not gone because it's fun as fuck. Why would they? And now I just heard an interview with uh, Judd Apatow who's on Rogan's podcast and he was talking about how for the first time of his life, he's coming back to comedy and he gets to be the guy that walks into the club and bumps people where he's like, I don't have to wait. I don't have to put my name on a list anymore or call ahead. I can just walk in and people are like, you're fucking Judd Apatow. You've made... X, Y, like all these amazing comedies. Like, yeah, you're going on stage for sure. Um, so that's daunting to me because I'm like, wow. I mean, he started doing comedy when he was 17, finished when he was 24, made, well, I don't know, like five of one of some of the best comedies ever made. And then now he's going back to comedy. It's like, shit, that's fucking, that makes you feel small to a certain degree. But it's also super inspiring because it's like, I mean, you know, it's just time. We'll get there eventually. Alexis, what makes you feel small? Uh, there's actually a couple of things that make me feel small. Um... Hunter? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Solid no, answer. I mean, as far Solid as his, no, his stature. But also, I think, you know, a lot of times people approach me and are like, hey, I've got this great new deal for you. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about and that. And also, if Hunter can come, and it's like, I can only really get, you know, some things because mm, of sure, Hunter. Sure, and sure. it's like, okay, well, thanks. So that definitely makes me feel small. And that's like on the daily regular, you know, so that's like a, always a... That's know. something you have to contend with sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, but I feel like you're really good about... Like understanding that and just kind of doing your own thing. I mean, what can I do? I saw a like ridiculous <laughs> headline today. Someone was retweeting this, and it was like T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller's wife is really making a name for herself in, in New, the York. New York fashion scene. And someone recorded it was like, Yeah, this is the most uh, hypocritical, hypocritical yeah, yeah. headline of all time. Yeah. She's obviously not making a name for you herself. Know, and it also yeah. happens with um, Amal Clooney, right? Yes. People don't even call her. By her she first name, George they call her yeah. George Clooney's wife. Had a baby, had twins. Yep. And it's like, okay, here she is. She's a lawyer for international human rights. rights, human rights lawyer. Yeah, very accomplished. And well, maybe they're just trying to get over the Stacey Keebler breakup because I still am too. All right. <laughs> oh, how much days. did you love that? I loved Stacey Keebler so much. I can't believe. I mean, after I everything that happened with that. Test, you kidding me? If you were on, if you were on <laughs> my brother comes late nineties, <laughs> early two thousand wrestlings, Cool Greg and I got you. We're gonna follow your career the rest of your what? life. Yeah, wow, Stacey Keeler, that's a boss in the best. Um, so that's one of them. And Does that happen to you in terms of like me you, every day? Well, you do like YouTube <laughs> stuff too, and you're just Hunter Pence's wife. Like, like when you like you you do your YouTube stuff and you're yeah. making your videos yeah, and those yeah, get yeah. shared around. Yeah. Are you seeing headlines where it's like Hunter Pence's wife does? This? Yeah, yeah, mm, pretty mm, much. Mm. Or like Hunter Pence's a lot was like fiance or girlfriend or whatever. Sure. But yeah, Hunter Pence's wife. Mm -hmm. I feel like that. I mean, to to a certain degree though, like I have that with Greg, right? Like there's Greg like Miller's wife. Greg Miller's friend. I am Greg yeah. Miller's work yeah. wife. <laughs> um, no, I mean that's that's the thing. Like, I, so I, I sympathize with no, that, right? Like, when I came into this, obviously, like I think when we started doing. Uh, Conversation with Colin, like back in the day, you would you were at least at a hundred thousand Twitter followers. No, and I had no, like, he no, really, no, 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 we had sixty. I don't know, sure, no, so. I well, whatever it was, it was, it was a hell of a lot more sure, than me, sure, sure. right? And so I think to some degree, like that's that's something that obviously we capitalize off of. But it's like it, it's crazy to think that it's like Greg has like over a million Twitter followers. I'm coming up on sixty nine <laughs> thousand. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, million. But that's a big gap, right? And that's something I can never catch up with you on. So it's something that like you, you could? well, I could, but cool. Greg, can I have some um, water? You too? are on this LaCroix kick. Cool. Greg, can I have some water? All right. I love it so much. Um, so I sympathize with that, right? Where it's yeah. like, and watching Greg, like Greg, 
it operates on another level for me. And, I'm, and it's inspiring to me. Like, I'm using it as motivation. So as I motivation make school. you feel small? <laughs> no! Well, you also, you also yeah, make me feel small in stature as well. Oh, well you're, a, you're, yeah. ni- you're a fucking Yeti. He's like 19 <laughs> feet. Jesus Christ, you're so big. I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. It's your mom's fault. It's true. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Or a much like, shorter man. You know, I'll put out stuff, you know, like our Halloween costumes or stuff like that. Uh, and like, yeah, Hunter yeah. gets all, not, you know, I'm super happy. We're one, whatever. You know, but. Sure, but I mean, it, it reduces you to a co-star or yeah, whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I but yeah. I feel like that's but that, but that's like one way to look at it, right? The other of way course. to look at it is like life is a team sport, and like and what I've seen that the people that like again, not to keep bringing up Rogan, but like he does a great job of seeing other people around him that are talented and using his celebrity to help elevate them, them and boost them. Yeah, and I think that's just the way it has to go. Like if you are, if you're really if you really love someone or you really respect someone and you're working with them, you owe it to that person to like give them the leg up. That's just the way there's no, like in the entertainment industry, especially like there is no fair, right? You don't just like, everyone doesn't just start from zero. Everyone has advantages and disadvantages. And so like, it's on you to just be like, this is an advantage. I'm going to accept it. Totally. And just totally. be the best think, at what know, I'm doing. Sometimes when you're can. working so hard, you're like, yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Thanks, like I'm CG. not like, Oh, at home at night crying about it, you know? Yeah, that's about you know, it, it's just it's a daily reminder that like I have to work that much harder. Put the work in. Yeah. But like it's almost feels like I have to work twice as hard, which is fine, but you know, it's just a reminder. Sure. Of um course. and then another thing is I think a lot in our world, like our baseball world, mm. there's a lot of jealousy. And so in terms of like, you know, like social media deals, whatever kind of deals. And so I always find that I have to like, like cut my wings a little bit. Like I have to like dim down and like not always be so honest and upfront. And like, you know, if I get something really cool, I find that it's really hard to like share it with people. Sure. You mean, you mean in person, like you're like, Hey, we're all talking around at the game and I, Hey, I got this cool thing. You don't, yeah. You don't feel like you yeah. Or even that. like with some friends, like it's kind of hard to sure. like share it because I feel like there is like this almost like jealousy sure. that you're like. And I just wish that everyone can just be happy for everyone. Like there is like so much abundance in the world that like yeah. we can all do it together. Yeah. But I always sense that like I get, I get like a lot of just like the evil eye towards me. Like you can feel it. You sure. can feel the heat. I wrote that this sucks. down off the uh, a quote something you had was getting tweeted around. Someone else's success is not your failure. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I think that's the thing. I, 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 in the, not even early days, every so often you wrestle with it where one of somebody that does something similar to us or a friend or a personality or whatever tweets something like, fuck, why am I not doing that? Or why didn't you like, wait, that's not the way to think that's about it. You know what I mean? Like, it. yeah, yeah. 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 it's like, human well, that's a nature. Great idea. Yeah. Me, how can I make it toward, right. like, more towards me? Or I don't know, whatever you want to say, but I, it's, I hate that. Like we have, we live in a world now, or maybe not. We don't live in a world now, but like a lot of times you have to dim your light to make mm. other people feel good. Well, yeah, it's unfortunately- that sucks because I, I feel like and it's not so much about feeling small, but I feel like I experience this a lot in my different friend circles mm. where all I do is talk about what we do. Yeah, Because sure. it's like most it's all, people- all we do. Most people, exactly. But that's what everyone does, by the but way. I, that's it's true, but like, most people I know live very different lives sure. and they can relate in those ways. But you, let me tell you, you put five lawyers in a room together, holy fuck, they're going to talk about the law. Yeah, they're talk no, about exactly. They're going to talk about law all the time. Exactly. It's like Judge Dredd convention. There's a fine line- I'm sorry. There's a fine line when it comes to like name dropping and doing that stuff and I I feel like I never want to be the person that's running around name dropping for the sake of look how fucking cool I am it's more like dude this is fucking cool like let's talk about how cool this is you know like not because like I'm cooler than you but just in a way of like no there's cool stuff happening and I it really has made me change the way I think about a lot of people in my life where I'm like 
if you're gonna like treat me like shit, and this is something I've seen a lot with uh, with artists that I like, or or really anything, anyone, the moment they become successful, everyone like looks at them differently. Like, oh, you're mainstream now. Like, oh, you're too big for us. You're too cool for us. Like logic. And I'm so not cool with that because it's like, no, man, support the people. And I bring up the Macklemore thing all the time, but it's like, I'm not gonna stop supporting Macklemore just because he made it. Mm -hmm. Sure. Like, I'm proud of him for making yeah. it, or I'm proud of whatever YouTube channel that I like for making it, mm -hmm. or all these people. Like, if you became a superstar, I'm gonna be proud of you for doing it. You know, thank you. And it's just like th that always bothers me because I feel like uh, a lot of people will, in, again, people that I've known my entire life will look at me and act as if I've changed. And I'm like, no, I am just succeeding. <laughs> you know, I'm getting yeah. the thing that I've been trying to do. It's not just talking about wanting it anymore. Now I'm having it. And that's a hard thing for, for like, a lot of people to rectify, though, because it's a hard people. It's like a lot of people that I know just do the thing where they're the hopeless dreamer, right? Where they just, for them, dreaming about the thing is enough. And so it can be difficult to see other people out there doing, like, putting the work in, doing the thing, and know kind of deep down that you're not. And that's where I feel like that resentment comes from. Um, also, I think it's, you're changing as a person, right? So yeah. it's not like, you are growing, and you're growing different places, but doesn't mean that you guys still can't. Like, I have to also realize that, you know, especially as, like, a lot of my friends start to have kids and and you know, more people mm -hmm. are getting married. Even though I'm married, like you're growing and people are growing differently. Yeah, your lives start to diverge from each other. Yeah, a bit, but yeah. also you have to learn. And if you still want to keep that friendship, like I think people go, just go to jealousy versus how do I grow with this person 100%. versus mm -hmm. let me just be jealous and over here. And yeah. I hate my kids because you get to do all the cool stuff now. And like, you know, like mm -hmm. I think we just need to learn how to like change or like all of us, everyone needs to change, right? Yeah, sure. Like if you're not forever growing, you're you're stuck. And it's about adapting and like learning how to create a new yeah. relationship based on the relationships that you have. And it's like I just have no tolerance for this bullshit anymore because it's like I just don't have time. Yeah. If you if you are one of my friends and you're gonna give me shit for the person I am, I'm not gonna be a different. Not really life. a friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's like no. Okay. I cherish the friendship that we had, but change. we can either have a new friendship or. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, they need peace to like out. relearn almost like yeah. who you are now and like all this change that you've done. Um, and then the other one is, you know, putting people down, mm. you know, I'm trying to be super aware of like, you know, making sure that my word is impeccable. And that goes to like, I started reading Four Agreements. And it's a book that I always go back to. And What's like, it called? For the Four Agreements. Okay. And it's being impeccable with your word. So making sure I'm not talking smack about so-and-so or because, you know, I'm upset that they said something about me right. or like putting this, you know, they, someone gives me an idea about something, you know, like a lot of people like to give me like the video ideas. I'm sure you sure. guys get that a lot. And you're like, in your head, you're like, oh my God, I would never make that video. Right? Like, Shut up, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, you don't want to tell it's them that. Kevin. It because was a joke, Kevin. You have great ideas. That Kevin and Greg eat a pizza, that was all you and it was great. It was your idea. Damn it. Well, I make great ideas. <laughs> but even though Get that on, one Kevin. person gave you 20 bad ideas, they might come up with one really good one, right? It's or, true. But you know, also you ask yourself, you, th you think to yourself, why am I having this reaction to this person? Yeah, Who's just why trying to give me a fun idea and like, be creative, right? Yeah. And that's something that I've really been trying to pay attention to myself is that that weird, self-serving, shitty, negative thought process. It's something right. actually Kevin and I talk about a lot because he's always the guy I take that shit out on and it's not fair. No. And like literally I'll pull him aside and be like, 
I'm just in a bad headspace right now and you're the person that's the like the biggest bright shining star yeah. that I can see right now and I'm just going to go straight toward you. Um, but it's not about him. It's about that maybe I've got things like I've noticed myself too when I get really shitty when like last week I was in a, a, a bad place because I went up three times on stage and fucking bombed three times. And I was like, what the fuck? Why am I doing this? And then, of course, I, I looked back and I'm like, oh, I was negative towards some of my coworkers that day because, of course, the, that's where I'm at. So just having that level of like like being able to self-evaluate like that on that level, I think, is important. I think that's important for, for yeah. growing up as well. I think realizing, too, like stopping being self-aware and be like, OK, even though I want to react like that, like even if you do re- or if someone does put you down, like a lot of people love to put me down. I don't know why. Maybe it's me. But maybe you're just a girl. You're successful. I mean, I think a lot of times. I have to stop and realize, and be like, you know what? It has nothing to do with me. Like, I'm happy. I'm doing yep. what I'm doing. That's something personal with them. Well, that's it was the, the great too, Taylor like, Swift who said, "People throw rocks at, thing, at things that shine," and that's 100 percent correct. And haters are gonna hate, yeah. yeah or it is that thing of like, that. she did. People who see people who are successful and they aren't successful or don't feel like they are and mm-hmm. aren't in a good headspace about it, I want to talk shit for no reason. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is like you should not feel bad about celebrating your success. It's, if you're rubbing it in people's face, that's one thing. But that's yeah. But if you're if you've gotten something cool, you want to you want to talk about that to people like that's a there's something there you should probably explore a little bit and i mean i I understand it there's a difference between being tactful which sounds like you're doing and then being ashamed of your success which i think that that's that's something that you know is is people grapple with i know that for sure so i don't know i haven't figured out the answer to that one yet tim what about you man this it's very depressing my answer and i've talked about on the show a couple times and i think this sticks with the theme of everything we've been talking about but the thing that makes me feel small is the emptiness i feel after major successes Mm. oh that's a good postpartum depression and i feel like recently i've i've never been more proud of what we're doing i've never been more proud of the person i am and the life that i lead and the family that i have and the friends and all this stuff like everything we got going on right now like all aspects of my life are firing on all cylinders business wise we're killing it and love the shows we're doing my brother has cleaned up his act he's working for us and things are great squeaky clean you know, kevin kevin's getting married two of my other best friends are getting married alexis is already married <laughs> like all this stuff is just going 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 and it's great e3 never been more proud of how we handled one kind of funny live three i am just as happy with Crushed it in. as i won as i was about one and two and like the moment all that stuff hap- like ended it is just like shit like so what you know it's like it's the moment i'm alone with my thoughts mm-hmm. when i finally got to caught up catch up and sleep you did the drug to talk to each other fully happening huh you did that drug where you talk to yourself oh, that's the ayahuasca the no ayahuasca. that's but that's exactly what i'm talking about by the way in, in our prior we'll just topic give it to you and you won't even know it. which oh, is no. <laughs> 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 your lacroix tastes a little weird one of these days because uh dad needs to have a conversation with himself um no that's exactly what i'm talking about though is that is that concept of like you're you're, you're like me like i think you're only happy when there's another big challenge on the horizon right when you've got something else big to look forward to that's going to like take you to the next level but yeah do you think there's something wrong with that like no. why can't we just be like well if like, you're right, all, if we, you're you never happy nailed, unless you're doing something that's right one like thing. nailed e3 like can't you just like take a moment see i, I struggle with this too i think the problem with that though is no you can't because it's like every thing, single thing is a step towards the next step and i think that's the reason that you're moving right you can just be and that's when you stop Right, right. Yeah. Like but you're you, not moving forward if you if you stop. And what's weird for me is it's that weird emptiness of nothing makes me happier than what we just did. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me happier than hanging out with everyone after Kind of Funny Life three and feeling so proud of what we did. But then it's like the moment that ends, it's like it's immediately thinking about what's next. Sure. It's like mm-hmm. when you when you've been waiting for a movie for 
three years or two years, whatever. You sit there, you watch it, the, you leave, and the first thing you think is, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. You know, you listen to mm -hmm. a video uh, game's the same way. The video game's the same way. You listen to a music album that you've been waiting 10 years for, and you're like, can't wait for what's next. And it's just like, that's who we are. But somewhere in there, it's a weird thing where it's like, I've realized recently, and I, when I say recently, I mean like maybe three years ago, that there is no light at the end of the tunnel. You just, There's always just, another moment. It's just, yeah, it's just, you just keep going, and it's inspiring, and it's great, and it's mm -hmm. the reason that we keep going, but it's, it's tiring it's as well. Also, it's right? very yeah, tiring, yeah. but it's like, it's a very, very weird, depressing thing to feel so empty about an accomplishment that you worked so hard to do mm -hmm. and so hard to get, and then just be like, I almost feel selfish for saying that's it, you know? So I love mm. that you brought this up because that question, like when we were talking about it earlier, like what inspires you and like, you know, how we talked about getting the goals and always setting a next one. Like Tim, specifically for you, like you are, like this has been always been your dream. Like 100%. this is it. Like, like what, is it something now that you're like, okay, maybe the next step or thank you, the next step or I mean, I, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. Like, where, how are you going to pinpoint your next goal? Do you want a next goal? I mean, I feel, I feel like we're lucky enough that with what we do, it's never like, oh, the goal's done. It's always there's like there's like a bunch of mini goals within the goal. Sure. So launching new shows, launching new like ideas or whatever. But I mean, kind of funny live in particular. That is my goal. That was right. always the the thing that I wanted to do, and we've done it three times now, mm -hmm. and every time bigger and better Would than you ever the last go on tour one. With it? I mean, of course, there's all these like little modifiers you sure. can put on it. But yeah, it's like, it definitely Would you is, ever do uh, it in Spanish? Uh, I wouldn't do it in Spanish. Hola, that Hola bienvenidos. Doesn't sound, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound appealing to me, but um, I'm sure it has an audience. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I've i never been struggling to find the next goal. Like there was a, a line in a, in a song by Cunning Linguist where they say the... If you reach for the stars, you just might grab them. Something like that. I don't remember the exact quote. And that really resonated with me a long time ago where I was like, oh shit, like you need to have a plan for what you do once you grab the star. Sure. Because you know, if, you if you try hard enough, you're going to get it. Then once you get it, what are you going to do with it? Right. Then once you do that, what's the next step? And okay. I feel like you got to be five steps ahead always. Totally. Or you can just be the mom and pop coffee shop that's just like, I just like having this one coffee shop. I think and then when it goes out of business by Starbucks, you got nothing. <laughs> or Starbucks buys it from you and they give you a billion dollars. That's and not how that works. Into something else. That's how business works. I think that you just you're missing a, a very important component of that, which is that you need to give like that progress and rest have to go half in hand in hand, right? You get better at one when you get better at the other one. And so giving yourself a little bit of space to be like, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna chillax today. I'm gonna relax today. I'm gonna enjoy this accomplishment. I'm not gonna think about all that stuff. Like I did it. I'm good. Today's the day. And then on Monday, I'll hit a heart again. I think that's that's what I do. And that's why like when, when D and I will go away someplace or we'll just go up and sit by a pool for a day or something like that. And I, I'm constantly thinking about getting on Twitter or I have to work. And I just have to remind myself, you know what? Today's the day I recharge. I relax. I, I reflect back on what we did. And replay those moments in my life, like Kind of Funny Life 3, where I got to do this fucking cool big show. And I got to work with my friends and my brother and like all these cool people and see the community for the first time in a while. Um and just relish in it for a second. Allows you to process. Yeah, I mean, you, but that's actually like a skill that you can get good at too, of being like, I'm gonna go back and enjoy this, and like sit for a couple, like a weekend with myself, and then on Monday we hit it hard and we reset those goals. Have you ever yeah. done that? In different ways. Have you taken a weekend trip with Gia yet? No, fuck no. Why? 
I mean, well, just like that to me, that's not something that I, I find any interest in doing. I'd want to hang out with her. Have you ever just, done that? No. So how do you know? Just because I know what I like. I mean, I'm telling you. You don't like wine? You don't like Napa? Yeah. Go to a nice bed and breakfast. A pool. Yeah. Read some comics by the he pool. He doesn't like being away from his computer. I just don't like That's it. what you got to unplug. Bed, but that's so not. this is part. It's so now we're starting to unpack. Yeah. And we're starting to see part of the problem We're Tony Robbins. Right. Yeah, we are totally. We are, we are Tony Robbins. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it is. Because I've heard variations of this so many times. And hey, not saying you guys are wrong. And at some point, I'm sure I'm going to have to try it. Um, uh, knowing Gia, I'm sure you will have to try that. Yes. You have to spend a weekend away. I, but I just feel like not everyone has, point. it's not like a one thing solves all type of situation. No, not at all. No, you know? but it's, it's like a like, baby steps thing, you know? Well, it's just, it's a balance thing. That's what, that, that's what it is to me. Is it like, is that you have to, I've, you know, I've noticed this startling trend in myself and I'm sure you guys have never seen this before, but when I burn, you know, burn the fucking candle at both ends, that's the right one. Yeah. Nailed it, nailed it. Great. Uh, I and, said, and yeah, I just, I'm the, probably the worst yeah, person exactly. to say you yes don't to. Even know. Yes. But you know, when, 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 when I work way too much and I, I hit that, that point where I, where my brain's like, Hey, you need to pull back a little bit and do something for yourself and like take care of yourself. And I push past that. That's when I become a broke asshole. Like just a, just a, a fucking dick to everyone around me. And sure. so that's, that you know that that's how that manifests itself in me is it like everything just becomes the fucking worst thing on the planet and the guy next to me is the fucking in the car next to me is an asshole and like yeah then i started thinking to myself oh i need to just like stop slow I down need to just slow yeah. down get some sleep yeah. get a meal relax unplug for a second and like just take a day for myself uh and, and treat myself nice you know and then inevitably and i'm not shitting you, i've seen this in like the last three days i, I can recognize it now and go you're at that point it's almost like someone outside of me is like, stop, go, yeah. go, go to your corner. Yeah. I'm like, cool, I'm going to go to my corner, which yeah. is like in my house. And I just shut off and watch stupid car restoration shows. And it's awesome. Yeah. But that's is, the thing is, is recognizing that and taking care of that balance. Yeah. And I think that for me, like, you know, the most helpful thing recently has been Jen, obviously moving mm -hmm. here. And the mm -hmm. fact that like, yeah, like on the weekends, especially because I'm shitty during the week. Right. And like I wake up early, I gather, and this is, I guess, in the last week and a half, wake up early, gather the stuff for kind of funny games daily, have coffee with her, go here fucking go a million miles an hour, come home. I'm usually starving, so I have no energy. I'm yeah. dead. I can't put sentences together. And then I finally get it together, but we just chill out. So then on the weekend when it rolls around, it is like, all right, cool. What do you want to do? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Which let's hang out with you. Let's put everything a away. A new revelation that I've just hit is like, wait a minute. And like, you guys are right there with me. Our lives are going a thousand miles per hour. Mm -hmm. A thousand miles. Like, you don't even realize it. Like, I didn't even get a moment to like realize, wait, like I'm on my next flight. Like I'm leaving, sun you know, like we're yeah. just... We're going a thousand miles per hour, and I don't know when that happens. Like, I don't even, you don't even it's realize. Right when you forget, yeah. It's when the time, right around the time when you actually forget to pack. Yeah. Like, Shit. <laughs> Shit. And you know, then you, yeah, and then you realize. I've been there. Been there. Like, yeah. my life will never, it's not going to slow down. And so you have to adapt and you have to balance it. And like, I'm not saying this is what you need to do. Like, I'm sure you're really introspective. So, like, I'm sure you know what you need to do. Take the drugs or talk to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it with you guys. Let's just fucking um, let me do it. Just turn a camera on. Let's just see what happens. But it's it's crazy to know that like yeah, our lives are going a thousand miles per yeah, hour, and we need life. to adapt to it. And we like I like I need those days. Yeah. Otherwise, like I like you have health problems. It'll go mm -hmm. like stuff will just start to happen, and you're like, oh, that's life's way. If you don't do it, life will do it for you. It's very yeah. true. If it, you'll learn to say no and stop and do stuff. Yeah. It happens. I need a year of no, not the year of yes. Like Sean year Rimes, of no. I need a year of no. <laughs> Nick, it's your topic. But before I begin, I want to point out two things. Number one, I want to talk about how much I appreciate Cool Greg's game. That 
he took away my kind of funny cup, mm-hmm. came back, and it's a Sasha Banks <laughs> cup. Yeah. All right, no big deal. Nick asked for a cup. <laughs> Another Sasha Banks cup comes in. There, he's like, no matter what, that's the cup that's coming back, whether you want it or not. Yeah. And then, of course, number three or two. Sorry, I want to. It's topic three, but part two. I want to say thank you to all the Patreon supporters for the month of what's the one? June. June, right? It's no, June, well, no. So, are we, but we're doing the people who subbed in May. How's it work anymore? We'll just say June. We're gonna say the people who subbed in June. Thank, thank, you. thank you for all that. June babies. Nick, Nick. Yes, sir. Uh, my topic comes from Twitter. Uh, there is someone, I don't know this person, but his name is at Bobby. He somehow got at Bobby. Bobby. No shit, really? Twitter. Yes. Wow. This got retweeted, and I thought this was the fucking funniest idea for a topic. Um, it's very similar to a topic we've done before, but just different enough that I think you're going to love the it. Kind right the Let's kind go. of funny way. His, his, uh, uh, the kind of funny way. Having deep thoughts, he says. How old do you think the youngest child capable of beating your ass is? <laughs> <laughs> single child one single uh, one child one single child like you could definitely destroy every one year old on earth every two year old every three year old etc but at what point do you think they hmm, tur- one there might be one kid in that age group that could fuck me <laughs> up such a bizarre question deep Damn. thoughts by at bobby everyone go give him a shout out kevin you've got a lot of photos of boys on your phone can i see some ages here oh wow why because I, I, because that's a funny joke. Everybody, calm down. Uh, so, but I also really don't know. <laughs> what can I can I get some kind of chart uh, from Google a on chart? what uh, what boys look like? like? Yeah. Kevin, yeah. Kevin, please Google what do boys look like? <laughs> Kevin, safe Does search. Have off. Boy, like Google in my case, boys. Is it girls? Yeah, I, well, I think so, right? I assume. Is, I would, are we? Uh, we'll say for your sake. I think it's, we're gonna stick. I thought we we're gonna yeah. stick gender by gender. I don't think it matters. If I'm being completely honest, for me. Probably, let's see. Well, I can definitely start. take a five-year-old, one five-year-old. Let's start. Let's start at the beginning here. Six and a newborn. Oh, I can show you my nephews. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's start. Let's start Seven. at the beginning. Here. This is actually helpful. So we've okay. got we've got newborn. Kind of, not really. No. No. Here, I'll just well, show you. you my nephews. It, I all... see that on the x-axis we have age, and I see five, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen. Great. Then on the height, on the y though, there Nothing. are no numbers. That I don't know how just... tall any of these people are. That one's Greg, and the one on the far left. Man. Wait, hold on. Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. <laughs> I remember you're, when you go to the doctor or a pediatri- pediatrician, they tell yeah. you if you're in the right percentile, right? Mm-hmm. So there has to be a okay. thing of like what, uh, you know, yeah, what's the percentiles? That's a five-year-old. I could fuck him up. Six-year-old. Kill him. <laughs> okay, right there, Kev. Go back up. Go back up. That one right there was his 14 Oh, man. Eight-year-olds are small, too. 80 to 100 yeah. pounds. Wow. Okay. So Here we go. Here we go. So we can all assume that pre... Like, anyone that's 10 years old and below, we're probably fucking up, right? You think so, right? I would think so. I mean, so. there is that trained. There like, is, I was going to say. I've seen some kids in jiu-jitsu that would you fuck seen that, up. you remember that, kid, that bodybuilder kid that was, like, on Jerry Springer a lot? Mm. But there's a bodybuilder kid. There's a 15-year-old kid in jiu-jitsu right now that'll fuck everyone up. So, See, I'm going to play the percentage game where it's just yeah. like, you're right. Okay, there might be. I'm sure there's a five-year-old out there that is trained in a way to kick my ass. Damian Wayne. I'm talking about like majority. There's a 99% chance sure. that I could take anything up to 10 for sure. Okay. <laughs> 11. It's going to drop that down to 95. Because that's when I started gaining weight, by the way, was 11. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm trying to think about this. Like, super Because I'm trying to think of when See, I Kevin like- went from a little, little tiny squirt to the like. Mole man. The f- <laughs> I'm like, where's, where's he going to go? I was going to little, little, tiny badass. I don't know. It's like a ball that. of war that he is. Yeah, and I, I think it's around 
15. <laughs> I feel like I got stronger Somebody way before I got like, Wolverine. bigger. Like I, I my brother tiny 12-year-old Kevin was still real strong. Because no. I remember I used to pick you up on my shoulders and like fling you into the pool. See, I feel like the problem we're running into is that we're all anchored in what we considered. Like I'm thinking of like could a 13-year-old, I'm trying to, uh, when I was yes, in high school. 100%. And I was this, well, I'm not, hold, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I can take a 13. I'm saying though, what I'm what I'm thinking of like when I'm well, thirteen was uh, eighth, grade, eighth grade right something like that I'm trying to figure out like who's big in my class in eighth grade but I don't have an adult representation of what that <laughs> adult was so... because remember <laughs> I can fuck <laughs> this kid up don't show his face no <laughs> um what I'm because this is where I'm all skewed is because when I went to do that boss key video right uh, uh, in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I got there and checked into my hotel and it was right across from NC State and they had just done graduation. I was like, oh, what a cool thing. And their campus is cool. I'll walk around. And I walked around and these kids that had graduated were fucking children. Yeah, they look at babies. They, I, and I, like when I graduated at 22, right? 21? 22. 21. Was it 21? 21, yeah. All right, when I graduated at 21, I remember feeling like I don't look much different than I look now. I'm an adult. And I'm walking around looking at these 21-year-olds and I'm like, your parents should not let you out of the house yet young lad See, yeah, so I, that's the thing where it's like I don't know the thing young about you though lad. is great I feel like you're in a different league than the rest yeah, of us Greg, at you the got table because how limber I am you just like you're fucking crazy first yeah, off sure. God, you have you seen strength. how watch, look, watch this limberness oh, God. no don't, don't do it no you're gonna kick the chair <laughs> oh my god I'm so scared for this what now Hunter Pence I, I mean, I don't know what limberness has to do with this, but I was saying just imagine I'm just size. fucking kicking. You're sitting there at a fucking TGI Fridays, and I just walk in. And but like, am I, are you the one I'm fighting? <laughs> you just crane right kick him in the face. <laughs> Why are you using the crane kick so efficiently? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I've been training. You really have. But I, I feel I've like you. Training. You're. I put money on you versus even up to a 19 year old. No fucking no way. Because like, we're, are no. they? Is, this is like mm. they're picking their champion, right? It's you're not right, like I'm. You're right. You're right. I would do up to 15 for you. Like I think you could take anywhere up to 15. What is the up youngest? To 14 for sure. Wow. Yeah. What for is you? the youngest yeah. the Olympic I agree. like accepts? Because like call. once you get to Olympic level good, you probably don't want to fuck with. Mm. You know what I mean? That's a good question. Can we Google that? I'm on it. Let's Google that. And, and this is to the death, like when we fought the five-year-olds yeah. or whatever? Yeah, 100%. What was yeah. it, three-year-olds? I'm kids? assuming it, it is to the death. Do you hit them back? Oh, no, I'm you, fucking, yeah, yeah. I'm tearing them in half. All of them in, like, I cannot hit a six-year-old girl. It's to the it's death. To this the is the it. Then, you're, then the six-year-old beats you. 16. 16 is what they, the Olympics? That's when they accept But I still feel like. They're training before I still feel like when I, I remember I tried to do a season of like Park District football in Glen Ellen. You know what I mean? And like those, like I was definitely not in shit. You know what I mean? Any like I had yeah. no muscle mass, but there were fucking kids out there that fucking were taking people apart. Mm -hmm. Like you get get one of those kids against me. I don't know what I mean. Yeah, like you know screwed. what I mean? Yeah, there are kids that like. So I, my thing is like, I think thirteen's the cutoff. I th I feel like that as soon as one any of these fuckers hits puberty, yeah, and it's like they've got like because there was kids who hit puberty and like had like. I remember this one kid, and I, I won't say names, but I remember like when we were in junior high or whatever, he played hockey his entire like upbringing yeah. and so like oh, he was yeah. a fucking hard he was already like a badass kid and then when he hit puberty it was he like fucking real muscle mass on there you know what I mean mm -hmm. like he no, was really it. yoked I think See, I think back is, to the guys that used to wrestle in high school and I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah I those are scary but that's high school monsters. but the I mean like the, the thing is it's one 13. person so that's good because the moment it turns 14. into group warfare we've learned it gets really bad right but like you we've all watched glow 
At least no, I haven't watched Glow yet. Okay. Don't say anything. I mean, there's, there's, this is fine. It's not major spoilers okay. at all. There is a scene where there's these young kids that bully her. Oh, right, right. Oh, right. And yeah. it's like, that would be horrifying. Yeah, that would be terrifying. And it's like, if it was just one of those punk ass kids, I could take that motherfucker. Well, see, it's also she was two, afraid to hit him. Then you get my, they get my angles, and right. I'm, I'm worried. But just one of them, I really feel like I could go up to 10. I don't think I could do 11. Because there's some big 11-year-olds. I feel like... Because I mean, 11's when puberty starts for some yeah, people. Yeah. Like, if you're a 10-year-old going through puberty, I don't know, that that might be a thing. It's definitely when the voice start and the balls start to drop. My voice dropped when they get pretty scary. early. Actually, like, when there's when they look like a kid, but they got the, the Barry White voice, and it starts cracking, that's the terrifying shit. I was 11 when that happened. Is that what happened? Yeah. And I... I mean, I could... I could take me when I was 11. <laughs> Now, okay, I'm but that's not about, representative of I like could, the top percentile of kids. I could definitely beat the shit out of myself when I was 11. I think that. <laughs> so that this I is an I interesting. Could probably, I, I could take myself from any age down. The, down that's that's what I'm wondering. Here, is there an age where I was at a more peak performance level than I am now? No, because you're. <laughs> I at, don't think so. You're actually at an age where I think for athletes, like you are peaking. Because I think in your late twenties, that's when I've been you get, it for years. You hit that. You hit or that at least age. this year. Like for fighters, I know that like thirty is the peak range of like when you when you can get your ma- your max stamina. I got a couple years. I'm good. And so a lot of fighters, you'll see like yeah, you know, you from 20s, like 32, that's when they go. I think. I yeah, no, man, I got a couple of years to you go. Yeah. I see, I'm, 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 I'm like uh, I'm like the Dan Henderson of, of human beings right now. Like I want to be like 40 and still kicking the shit out of people, but I just don't think I am, unfortunately. I don't think I ever peaked. I think I, I saw my peak in a different car, and then it was one of those things where it was like the end of Fast and Furious 7 oh. where we just, ah! I was like, oh, I'm never going to be, you know, in shape. Yeah. See you later. Here comes 40. And Great. early onset yeah. diabetes. Sorry, I'm here. When could you beat yourself up? Like, so what young Greg? Is there a younger Greg that could beat you up now? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, when do you, Antler once the cutoff? Fuck you up. No cutoff. Well, I mean, that's just a weird thing. I want to be a really fair fight. The, the Greg from last year versus me from now. I, I don't know. I feel yeah. like you'd win. You're right? 34, right? Yeah. You're pretty. You're, you're, you are thinner. More in shape than you were last year. But that's the. But I mean, you still got the size. Yes, yeah, I still got the. You still got, you got well, the I mean, like, I, I you still go back mental, to. Though. Go like, back where to. Were you mentally, like, you know, wait, drunk in college. Yeah, I mean, twenty-one-year-old Greg hopped up on Keystone Light, like, <laughs> big and fat. <laughs> in the, he could fucking take. He'd, he'd have some that's things. I think, I think Antler Greg was crazy, Greg. You are more refined business owner married, Greg. Sure. But Antler Greg talking shit to cops and lying to them and throwing fucking Animal House parties and like yeah. that Greg was Again, crazy. didn't fight much though. No, Did, I mean, I was eating through you. Like Greg, that Greg is not afraid to bite. I'm just putting it out there. Well, first off, for the record, I'm not afraid to bite either. Ooh, That's what this kid needs dangerous. to know. I was going to call. <laughs> let me call somebody. Call oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Please this don't is, do this. this. Get bad. Please don't. Now, I don't know where he does this, Alexis, I want you to think. At what age is the highest range that you think you can beat up little Alexis? Because uh, I can definitely tell you right now that I've seen pictures of you when you were like eight. You were, and I could beat you up then. Yeah, yeah, hundred sure. percent. This is a tough question. I think there was like one point in time where I was like really practicing kickboxing, and that I, that would be like yeah. the time I so would like, pick. That was college, right? That was yeah, in college, yeah. I wouldn't fuck with college Alexis. Yeah, for I wouldn't. Sure. I wouldn't mess with college Alexis. Ooh, either. that's a good point though, because in college I was two sixty, so. And I was lifting, so I was really like big in college. I thought that would that would be difficult to deal with right now. For Hi, me. I'm gonna put you on the podcast. Can I use your full name or no? Who is this? Yeah, can I use your this full name or no? This is Greg special. Oh. This is Greg likes to just spring shit on us. I'd rather than John or John Cabrini. Wait, what do you want to be? <laughs> I don't know. Greg's still on the phone, everyone. Um, yeah, that, my no, cutoff full name. for normal, 13. 
13 years old. I think I anything below a 13-year-old, I think I'm pretty sure I could take. Stick I've just been out of like the fighting game for so long. <laughs> like, so yeah, anyone can take me now. An eight-year-old can come up to me. All right, me. John Campione, how are you? It's Greg Miller. You're on the Game Over Greggy Show. Camps? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Good. They, now, Nick Scarpino just yelled camps because I talk about you in stories a lot, so he knows you, but he doesn't know you. So hi, say hi to Nick. Hi, Nick. Hey, John. All right, so here's what's happening, John. In, Hang on a second. Hang on. Okay. Is Nick the, the Cardinals fan? No. No. Okay. We have a Cardinals fan. I remember one time in college you put me on with a Cardinals fan, but I digress. Go ahead. I don't work with the same people I hung out with in college. I know. I just, I can't keep a track of all this stuff. I understand you have a life and a baby and a job and you're very successful. Another one on the way. Congratulations. Here's the story though, because that's your life. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're a very successful business owner. You have two kids. You're married. Here's my life right now. All that stuff, right? We're having a podcast discussion over what is, what, what's the youngest age a person could beat you up currently. So like, could a 10 year old beat me up right now at this age? I come to you because I'm having trouble obviously scouting out ages really well. And you were always super fit in high school. You in high school, you could have cleaned my clock. You were always very athletic. So what I need to know is as athletic John Campione, what, what age could you beat up 34 year old Greg Miller? You think? Mm. Uh, like me at what age could have beaten you up? Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd probably have more of an advantage to beat you up when I was younger, honestly, because I was probably like in better age. shape. Well, but, I know, but uh, that's what I'm saying. So like, how far back are we going? Where do, where do we go from? I clean, I just fucking punch you right in the fucking face and you drop to where you're throwing me around the, the room. <laughs> well, I mean, you know me, man, and there's going to be, it's very open-ended questions. So I could go off on, tell, on a ton of tangents, but like, I mean, I didn't necessarily know how to fight or anything like that. Like I wrestled. Well, no, 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 no. Greg doesn't know how to fight either, John. So Greg's never fought a day in his life. So you're on even footing there. Um, Greg is much is much taller than I am too. He's got a girthiness to him. We've established that. Yeah. How tall are you right now? Just for reference. I'm like five eight. Oh, you're my height. Okay, so so we're in the same. But he's he's yoked. But he's jacked. That is something to factor in. So when Greg used to be in Animal House back when he was in Mizzou, he he was crazy. He had the crazy eyes. We saw him with the blue hair. It was super weird. So yeah, there is a spunkiness factor. Yeah, correct. Correct. Never never again. Always remember. Never again. I say once John hits puberty. What thirteen, John? That's when you can take me. I, yeah, I, I think somewhere between 13 or 14, you know, because that's when I started. That's, actually, I could just tell you just offhand that, like, that's when I started to really, like, work out traditionally. So, yeah, I'd probably say that's that was the time when I really started to get into it. Plus, Greg can tell you I, I was kind of – can we let it fly as far as uh, swear words? Oh, fuck it up, yeah. Yeah, so um, Greg can attest to I was – kind of a dick in high school uh, and, and beyond so if you got me a little ticked off I could be a huge asshole so yeah. um, I think with that added to it yeah I could kick his ass about 13 alright thank you John uh, Christina uh, said for those of you listening and my wife Christina um, who could kiss, kick everyone's ass she could probably do it now you know six months pregnant like right at this point could yeah. kick Greg's ass well yeah that's I wouldn't fight her mm. at that point no I still think she could well, kick no, her ass but if she was 13 in general Be- besides the gender and the pregnant is she still pregnant at 13 no I, I don't want to take the gender out of it I just know she's she's a wolverine I don't want to deal with it <laughs> she's a wolverine yeah alright All right, bye buddy I'm going to use that actually alright it's right. <laughs> true no, he was a huge dick though for a long time. Hmm. He's the guy. If I ever told you a story where we we did the thing where we screwed him out of the championship and we thought it would be a good laugh, and he chased us into cars. We had to drive away. We were terrified. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's uh, yeah. So thirteen, okay. So yeah. so Thir- roughly, I think all our ages around thirteen is the age we all feel confident. I mean, I'm, I'm low. I'm You're eleven. Ten. Alexis 10 is 11. seven, roughly seven or eight. Yeah. I I have more faith in you than that. 
Right not now? Much more, I but not. Right do. now. Have you seen those like gymnast mm. little girls? If one any of those come at me, I'm screwed. Well, because they flip too. You know where they're coming from. Yeah, angles, I'm right? screwed. Right. We, we have not taken the flip factor. Females vectors, in vectors. general are like super resilient, right? Like right. we can all agree to that. But then you Higher have pain like, threshold. Yeah, and then you have like a little girl who's crazy limber and just like super energetic. I'm screwed. Mm. I have an eight-year-old niece right now, nine-year-old niece. She could take me. She doesn't know that yet. I hope she's not watching this. Does she have muscle mass or she, she's she's a gymnast. Okay, if she came yeah, just yeah. flipping at me, I'm sure. screwed. I would just do you be want like, me to teach you how to do the kick like I was doing. Because <laughs> you're sure, sure how to do the crane kick, right? So like she's coming at you with, yeah. with the thing. Yeah. And you just do one of these. Reverse crane kick. There it is. Oh my god! Right out of the air. Let me see. Let me see. You break one of those fucking. Do it the other panels. with the other foot though, so it's not toward our giant LED. Oh yeah, don't do oh, this. this. Way? Yeah, there you go. Just don't do it right there. You there. Go. You Nailed got it. it. You're now it. just you're speed that it. up by about a thousand percent and yeah, you're ready to rock and roll. An I saw a video of Nick doing a cartwheel <laughs> last night. Where'd you see this video? Where'd you see that on? Where was that video? Was it on the, um, the, the E3 video? Yeah. Oh, God bless that thing. That's the gift that keeps on giving. This cartwheel. And I love it. Because like, you, my... you end from the cartwheel into this little like bear walk. I don't even know. Kev, find this clip. <laughs> It's IGN. the road, road to E3, I think, 2000. IGN E3 video team will get you it. Yeah, there you go. While um, he does that, yeah. let's transition to the final topic. Let's do yeah. it. Uh, Tim, what do you got for me? Uh, this is a Nick topic. He, Nick had two good topics today, so I'm going to throw this to one thing. to him. Now, I just, wanna, I just want you guys to experience this. This was introduced to me by a friend of mine over the weekend. Do we need to um, give the links to Kevin? So no, we, we really can't. That's not something we could do. We're going to have some fun. Um, this is a website, if everyone out there would like to, and you're of age, that you can go visit right oh now. Oh, God. It's called Dicture. Oh, what? Dicture. Can Dicture. you spell that for me? D-I-C-T-U-R-E dot com. Oh, like a picture, like a picture but a dicture. But with, but with dicks. So this is, uh, oh, this is an artist. No. This is an no. artist who... No. Specializes in making uh, images oh, so of people. That's the picture from Titanic. With, Are those a bunch of penises? Oh, that's all the pictures. Those are. Yeah. Oh. Okay, go in. You come in. Wait, what? He took the. Oh my he god! He took the yeah. dick photos it's and made dick mosaics. Photos that are mosaics making the Mona Lisa. That's you nailed one. it. That's yep. one. Those are those are the mosaics. The, the 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 ones that I, need that I in my house. am a little. Yeah, you should. Are are these? These are just pictures of world leaders. This is Saddam. <laughs> um, Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. Right. Weapon oh. of ass destruction. Right. Oh my God. All right. Um, you got. Uh, can you make a Are these his dicks? Or is, I'm sorry. Is this his no, dick? No, they're different dicks. Okay. Maybe they're not. different dicks. I can try to make it bigger. Hold on. Let me. Let me Dicky Minaj. There's okay. Dicky Minaj. Show me Dicky. Oh, I see Dicky Minaj right here. There's Dicky Minaj right there. Okay. Donnie West. AKA <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, Cock Easy. <laughs> okay. So I just hold on. Is this oh, the, this, this is, is no, show, this show it to everybody? Show it to the people. Let me try to figure out how to make there. We this go. is the if, from, if you if you watched topic three and we're doing the day by day. Here's Nick cartwheeling. Look at you. This is you. <laughs> That's my gorilla <laughs> stance. God, Eric Hart. Keep it going. Keep it going. Nick does the dolphin like shark thing. I do the Sea World. This is my Sea World. Here we go. There it is. <laughs> Man, you've never looked more like uh, Matt's brother there. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh gosh. Um, so back to the dicture. Back to dicture. So this is, this is dicture. I just wanted you guys to experience Dong dapper. Um, so Nick, do me a favor. Yeah. Go to the website. Is there an about us page? There's about, about me. me. Please, please read. Uh, okay. So uh, who? 
It says, my name is Soraya Dulbaz, and I'm an Iranian-Canadian living in New York. What? My project is called Dicture, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Dick pictures. But these aren't just your regular dick pics. These are dick pics with a twist. It's an artistic take on otherwise alluring modern dating tactic. Which is like oh. a dick pic, I guess, would that be. Why? I've gotten my fair share of dick pics over the years, and most of my single friends have as well. We would show them each to each other and compare these dick pics vary in quality depending on the guy in the relationship. Gay guys really do, as she says in parentheses, uh, do give the best dick pics. I thought it would be funny to treat dick pics like a high fashion photo shoot. So I put clothes on penises and the rest is history. Of course. I feel like Kind of Funny needs one. I, I mean, think we pick. do. Which one of us wants to be the dick, the donor dick for this? I mean, I'm so about this. You need this. to recreate. Are you? This sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> the photo in the, the back. Gog photo. Yeah. And then it's Portie's penis on the yes, little thing. Yeah. It's not. There is a YouTube video. all of our dicks next to each other. There's Meet the penis video. photographer. Meet and it's her doing her. It's her wow. at work. So I can send out this link. Warning, explicit content. No shit. This is the New York Post that did this. Is there a Patreon video? So she's just. Wow. Okay. All right. So. Give a little bit more context for the people at home that aren't seeing this. These dicks are, when you say they're dressed up like, what does that they mean? They have like little felt costumes they on them. They have like little leather jackets. They got mustaches on. They got sunglasses now on. Here's my thing. Because I didn't see any of these here. And I definitely want to Googly eyes? Home. Is there googly I was about to say, I need the googly eyes. Uh, no. I was the one at top. I everything. Go to the very, very top. Very, very top. Very, very top. Very, very, very top. There you go. Oh, no. That's those are mustache. No, these are little sunglasses. Sorry. Oh, those it are little sunglasses. Like, I want googly eyes. It looks painful. Like that one there looks painful. Okay. The sunglasses. I'm on not the getting a good. Are you not here? Why don't you like put here? Take the take the laptop and, and click around there a little bit. That's fun. Is for that you. Enjoy some dick No, trip. it's not Bowser. Man, okay. So did this inspire you, Nick? No, it doesn't necessarily inspire me. But it, uh, it's interesting because this is one of those things where you're like, this is obviously started as a Napoleon joke. But she's day. gone so far with it that there are literally like tens of hundreds of dicks on this page dressed up. Maybe they're, she uses the same stunt dick over and over again. No, they look, but they look they like look different, different dicks. There's a lot of, of different dicks here. Uh, there's different yeah. sizes of dicks here. This one has a jerry curl. What this reminded me a lot of uh, was, <laughs> do you guys remember about a few years back, an artist decided to do really, uh, really wonderful depictions of celebrities and politicians going down on girls? Do you remember oh, this? Yeah, I do. That's kind of what this reminds me of a little bit. Um, I don't know. There's not much. It, remi it reminds me. You guys some dicks. <laughs> Thanks for showing me some dicks. It reminds That's me fun. of puppetry of the penis. Of the penis. Yes, I remember yes. that. This is a, a, a comedy stand-up show. It was a well, yeah, it was a show. It was, a show. it was two dudes that would do different arts with, with their, their genitalia. The, the wristwatch. Remember that? Yeah, remember they would wrap it around, around. Those whole thing. My favorite move they did. There was the Loch Ness monster where they made it look like it was the Loch Ness monster. Mm -hmm. But then after, did that, you see this live? Uh, I didn't see it live, but I, I did, did buy an HBO the DVD. show of it. I, I bought, I bought the, the DVD. DVD. Of course you did. Um, I was really fascinated. I tried to do a lot of things. Couldn't pull them all off. As they say, you need uh, the right amount oh my of God, clay they have gift wrapping paper. to make things. Yeah. <laughs> gift wrap. They have a dick calendar. Give me back your birthday gift I so I can rewrap yes. it. <laughs> the Donald Trump one, the dick is the best part, the best one by far. My thing about it, and I don't know, this doesn't, I don't know what this says about me, is that it's just, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Not like, ew, dicks, but like, it just makes me, ugh. I don't like I don't like the idea of my dick being compressed and putting wigs on it and sunglasses on it and things to this nature. Me and you are such different people. I just want my I dick free. What dicks or what he what people are my dicks capable of, right? Mm, yeah. So mm. that shortens the list a lot. Oof. But then I realize that I need to come up with a dick pun. And I'm like, okay, cool. I got enough to work with to at least get Peter Dinklage. Uh, and then I can just yeah. call it Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. There you go. It writes itself. There you go. That's yeah. good. <laughs> That's good. I Gee, like that I'm a lot. so sorry. <laughs> You're about him. to get some dicklage. Also, oh, I just. Oh my God, please. With googly eyes. 
I mean, I know this is this I, penis is just so unattractive. Yeah. So just not a ple- not a pleasing thing to look at a penis, if you ask me. Oh, I mean, dare you? No one's asking you. I, uh, well, I'm just How putting it out you? there. I'm just putting you it out a there. Fan sir of Portillo's hot dogs, and you I am. don't do not like the look of a penis. Well, that's they why because they're similar. Because that's probably the problem with a, a hot. This looks like a, a hot dog that's been in the uh, the, the, the microwave too long. Not it's exploding one. out of its casing. Look, it's exploding out of its casing. That was hilarious. Well, no, yeah, they're funny. The Benito Mussolini is the best fucking thing I've ever seen. All that. What's Hitler? Kim Dong black and white. <laughs> Adolf Hitler is inspiring to say the least. If I can go back in time to the first topic, what inspires me? <laughs> it's the, this. It's Dick definitely Tr- the dick Dick Tr- Tr- I'm just a fan of people taking sexuality to the next level, turning it into into. I don't want to call it art. I want to call it content because that's is, what this is. Well, and I'm a little a upset now. that there's not enough. I feel like this is too little for this website to be. I think it keeps where going. it's at. Fidel no, no, no. When you go back to that for the first the homepage, oh, the pictures repeat over and over what and over. What was that bottom one to the right? Oh, Mr. Dickman. Old Santa Dick. Here's oh Willie. my God. It's DJ Khaled, but it's a dick. <laughs> That's, see, but it looks like him a little bit. A little skinnier than he would be, but uh, some yeah, of these I dicks, mean, like the coloring on the head, isn't good either. Like you need to go to the doctor. Like no. this doesn't look normal. Dick shaming, Greg. They don't dick shame. I'm not dick shaming. I'm I'm being an interested party worried about their dick health. Okay, now let me ask you guys. No. Alexis, you could just play along, okay? Okay. Who would you dress your dick up mm. as? Slimer. You wouldn't even have to change the name. Easy, exactly. But you wouldn't even have to we could make this happen. Little felt arms come yeah. off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like make the. Oh my God. I feel like my dick would make a really good current day Bill Murray. I don't know why. I just feel like. You wouldn't would, have to do much down no, there. You just, just kind of like, dress him in a Hawaiian shirt and call it a day. Okay. You know, and that's just it. We'll call it. Uh, no, I don't know. What would be a good name for that? Dill Murray. Furry. That's all Balls I came Murray. Balls Murray. I like that. I like that a lot. Your, your brain's firing all cylinders today. Dick like puns, one of my favorite things Perfect. in the world. That's all I got. What would you dress yours up or did you already cover it? Peter Dinklage. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you didn't say it in this context, so yeah. jumped ahead. And Alexis, if you had a penis. Um, or you can I use your vagina. I mean, that's penis. the thing is I feel like. Yeah, no shame. You now that we've seen this, we can iterate on the concept. You can launch your own website. Yeah. And inspire Here's what you do. You take a picture of your vagina, put it next to a dragon egg, and call it the mother dragons. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Or Content. Cal Drago. Cal, you, yeah. you could do Cal Drago. Well, kind of could do Cal Drago. Just um, up a little axe and a horse. I don't, I don't know who I would. Ryan Gosling, probably. There from Drive. There you go. A little scorpion. So I can get him a cool mm. jacket. jacket. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Like yeah. That, that is a good accessory. That is a good accessory. <laughs> Maybe well, some driving disturbing. gloves. <laughs> just some, some driving gloves. <laughs> who are you going to dress that. your dick up as to impress Paula? Morph. Oh, man. Morph. <laughs> Did you can pick who it, you can were? It be, uh, Slimer. Slimer. Oh, it's Slimer. That's right. This is a dude from Sesame Street that comes in and out of the garbage can. Oscar, Oscar the Grouch. Grouch. Yeah, because I want a little garbage can that I can pop in and out of. That's smart. That's, that's really I smart. Like that. He's taking the props to another level. That is really good. Fuck. See, what I want to do, I want to think of something good where I want to get creative with this. Like yeah. a, a lot of these people, they're using the shaft as the body and the head as the head. Cool. I want to do a more, a more top-down view. You know, right? They're not. They're where, they're, they're they're excluding two of the biggest. Exactly. Uh, I feel like they're missing out on a lot going on. Boys. I really feel like this should be your Christmas card this year. Or just, a, yeah, or maybe like, hey, these are E3 awards next year. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Put a little tank top on him. Damn. Done. Oh, I'm a big Dick fan Diesel. of this. Do it in portrait or with like a Dixel? mini car behind. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, Is it Vin Diesel or, or Dick Diesel? It's probably just Dick Diesel. Dick Diesel. That, that one just sounds I good. like that. It sounds right. I love it. 
But then maybe I can you could also again, do the go rock. And do it and make the well the cock. I can make the balls if I shave. <laughs> but do the rock That's where so he's got good. the little fanny pack and he's yes. doing a little pose. Shave both the balls. They're both the heads. One's the rock. One's Vin Diesel. Oh, oh my then god. Or or you pull one ball aside and you got twins: Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <gasps> yes. See what I'm saying? Okay. 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 I like okay. You pop at. one ball out, put the other oh, one down, and just, the you're just there. I don't like the popping out motion. But you dress in the same, weird. both in the same gray suit. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Same gray suit. It's perfect. I would also maybe do Katniss. Katniss everything? Okay. Katniss. Katniss. I like that a lot. <laughs> it's how, how would you do it, though? Bow and arrow, just put bow and arrow. Yeah. little armor thing. It's yeah. Easy. It's fine. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kevin's already working on the costume. It's so simple. I mean, the obvious joke is Harry Potter. You gotta just dress oh. him a little hot in a little Gryffindor oh. sweater with a little thing. Va- oh, yeah. Voldemort. He looks more like Voldemort. I'm actually disappointed in her that she star. hasn't done that. Oh, that's and that's Voldemort. true. You just draw a little scar on it. Yeah, in the, in the classes, you're done. That's my Harry Potter. Yeah. You don't even have to change the name. Yeah. You're just Harry Potter. Okay. That's something. Harry Throber. I don't like urethras either. I'll put that out there. Too. Urethras you in hate general. Your penis, Both so male so and female. No, 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 it's just like, I don't remember it. Remember in, not Borat, I don't think. I don't know where, like they Bor- did the, no, the talking urethra head Borat. on a penis. It was Borat. Oh, I don't know. I just remember that. Like, oh, that didn't like look comfortable. also underexposed as a society to penises. Right. So when you do see one, Speak you're like. for yourself. You're like, oh my God. See, it's not. No, I was always that because like, I remember watching 28 Days Later in theaters and when Cillian, Cillian, is that how I say it? Cillian, Cillian Murphy and his dick was out there. I remember people in the audience like, ew, because like we were a college town. No, I'm fine with that representation of the penis, but I don't like the head moving around with the urethra, and I don't like I don't like well, him being constrained. Though. I don't like this necktie around him. That doesn't look comfortable. So, but you just need to open. I just want his penis to be. To be I want to with your dick, Greg. Again, I want all the penises puppetry. to be comfortable and free. Is what I'm saying. They ended puppetry of the penis with yeah. one of the dudes getting on a skateboard, and it was called the sailboat. And he took his balls and he made it so that the 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 skin mm-hmm. made a sail mm-hmm. and the other guy had a fan and he put the fan against it and it made him go is that healthy no <laughs> he made money from it though yeah he made a lot of money yeah, they made a but lot is of that money healthy for the male genitalia i don't know that it's unhealthy it's honestly it's like stretching your legs yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you're supposed to stretch it before and after workout like fine <laughs> got it if you didn't know <laughs> this is the game over greggy show each and every week four Sometimes five best friends gather on this table, each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you can toss us a couple bucks, get each and every episode early. So early you can get it while we record it. Like so many of you $1 subscribers are. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, if you have no bucks to toss our way though, no big deal. You can head over to kind of funny.com. Get each and every topic day by day broken out just for you until it all goes up as one big MP3 and video the following Friday on youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe. Alexis, thank yeah. you for coming in. Thanks for having me. I thought we had really good conversations We had a, re- we had a really good conversation. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. So thank you guys for opening up about it. It was always, really nice. Always yeah. a pleasure. We love you. Thank, we love Everybody I love go you subscribe too. to her YouTube channel. Thank Let's get you. Lexi. Thanks, Support guys. the penis. Thanks. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>